<laughs> we usually have an intro. What was that fucking noise? You know, I don't know. We just had such a good time <laughs> with our fucking voices. We were rocking and, out. Yeah, we were rocking out. It was good. Do we do it again or do we just stick with this? Stick with it. Do the people want we an intro? We can't create more tracks. You said that yourself. No, I could just delete We got this one bit. track. Mm. You only get one track. Yeah. Do not miss your chance. You only get blow. one save slot. The opportunity lasts once in a lifetime. What are you talking about? You only get one save slot? Ah, call back. Many callbacks. Stephen callback. Stephen callback. <laughs> the callback report. Oh, dear. Hey. Hey, how's it going? Hey, uh, you know, you know, it's, uh, it's going pretty well. This is still a little intro. We, people don't know what we're doing. Who are we, Xavier? No, 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 oh, no, no. What? What are we? Oh, we're the Burp Mikers. Burp Mikers. I'm mm. sorry. Burp Michaels. Burp <laughs> Reynolds. It's all over. Um, today is a is a sunny day, as uh, indicated by the the title of Sunday. the of the particular day that it is Sunday, mm. uh, and as such. Uh, whenever it is such a, a, a sunny day, regardless of the weather, I might add. Yeah. Uh, uh, my good friend and I uh, gather around a communal table. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we touch toes every now and again. Just a little, little awkwardly. Yeah, just, you know, just letting each other know that we're there. Mm. Uh, and that's really the whole purpose of this exercise, I think, is just yeah. to, to reassure each other that, you know, uh, and, and anyone else who, who happens to be, you know, overhearing it, mm-hmm. uh, that we're not alone in the universe. No. There uh, are the, or at least we can convince ourselves that we aren't for, for just a brief moment. There are other faces out there. Yeah, even if we can't hear them. Mm. And that's, that's, the real, that's the real message that we try and send across here. Okay. I don't think... Uh, this is just a personal opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should be able to hear a face. If you can hear a face, that person is probably not someone you want to hang around. Like, if their face is making noises independent of their vocal cords, mm. no. That's really interesting. Because... Um, I'm trying to think of what facial noises could happen without some interference from, like, the hands or something. Well... Because you can, you can make all sorts of, you know, like... Yeah. But see, if that's happening without hands. Wait, wait, wait. Just a brief moment. <laughs> Try it. <laughs> can I we... sound like a really wet helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> Is there some way we can make that noise the title of the episode? <laughs> How do you spell it? Um, <laughs> no, it's impossible. Nah. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, people with voice—sorry, uh, non-non-voiced facial noises. Mm. How do we deal with them? Uh, How often do you come across surgery? Them? Yeah, I don't often come along with them. I imagine it's some um, sort of like minor deformity that's causing this. It could be a tick. It could be a. Ooh, no! It's not the muscles. It's like doing something else causes a chain reaction and their face starts to make noises. If they have a lot of loose skin or something? Yeah. If mm. they're very jowly. Mm. Like if you're getting a lot of like... Just flapping in the wind. Yeah. If you're getting a lot of that, yeah, get away from me. Well, it sounds like you're giving this advice but all the examples you're giving is just you know giving me more reason to want to get away from you. <laughs> yeah, possibly. You know? I, have, I don't think I have particularly fearsome jowls. It's all down here at the moment. Now, the viewers, as I get the listeners, older, I mean, they, they don't know what you're referring to. It just below my chin. Mm. As I get longer in the tooth, I'm going to get jowly. Uh, some, call that the move up here. some call that the neck. Some call that the neck. Am I wrong? Well, it's sort of the undercliff, the, under, the undercroft. The between skis. Yeah. The, the, short, the, the neck gooch. Between chin and neck. Mm. What, yeah. what is that? In the, the per, per, perineum? Perineum? That's that's your gooch. Yeah, I know. Oh. But it's that of the, so the, neck of the upper body. The it's the upstairs gooch. perineum. Except not nearly as sweaty. Actually, no, my, my neck gooch is quite sweaty. Great. 
so welcome to Something Something Joystick. Hooray, we got there. <laughs> welcome one and all, uh, women and otherwise, yep. uh, ladies and Especially so on. women. Well, I mean, yeah, uh, that's what we're about. Let me record you when you sleep. We've, we've touched on that. Uh, many uh, times. We, we haven't touched on many women, though. But see, the thing is, I'm not going to touch the women. I, no, I don't want to touch thing. you. I don't want to touch you. I just want your sounds in my ears. Something Something Joystick exclusive. Tom does not want to touch women. <laughs> uh, of course, Something Something Joystick is your weekly-ish dose of video games of something else and of a further other different th- mm. thing. Mm-hmm. You deserve, dear listener, because I hold you in very high regard. You, uh, you have the right, and I will honour that right, to know who it is that is flooding in mm. through your ears, vibrating the insides of your head, mm. uh, virtually unannounced. I mean, uh, you're, you're the only one granting us passage into that. Uh, yeah. And uh, obviously, we, we, we honor and cherish that, uh, that, that vow that... Um, it's that, a privilege, really, to be in your eardrums. It is. I mean, it shouldn't be understated. We mm. don't have that long on this earth. It's uh, true. It's something and, I'm quite aware of. And to share your eardrums with such... Um, such uh, you know, famous and talented people such as um, Gautier, mm. uh, Flowrider, mm. uh, LMFAO. Mm. It really is a um, a privilege. Well, privilege exactly. Yeah. When you, when you think about all the things that your ears could be doing for the, let's take a pot shot and say somewhere around the four hours that this podcast will probably yeah. go for. Yeah. Uh, you could go and see. A film you could yeah. go you could uh, take in a, a classical musical concert you could you could take in the sounds of nature mm. um, but the fact that you have decided to share it with us means that I I believe that we owe you something mm. uh, you know uh, it's it's a free podcast but uh, you've sacrificed time uh, energy speaking of you know how you said this podcast would go for four hours mm-hmm. we don't have four hours it's getting that way you know you're right we, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we should we should move along uh, because uh, I I value the listener and I want to give them what I think they deserve, yeah. what I think that they've earned. You know, their life. Mm. We have listeners who are in their twenties, uh, in their thirties, in their forties, maybe. And, and I have I have concrete evidence of yeah. the other two. Of forties, I'm not sure. If there are any forty plus listeners, I'd love to hear about it. Yeah, please please call in. Tell us about your like fulfillment and like life and stuff. Do you hearing noises? Yeah. Where's that coming from? I don't know. We have talked about how my house is haunted. Yeah, it is haunted. Yeah. So we'll keep one, an eye out. One might, one uh, might... uh, 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 just one moment. Just one moment. Okay. I uh, because I respect our listeners so much. I don't want mm. us to launch into some long-winded discussion. No, I was discussion. about to just talk about what you're about to talk about. I don't want to waste their time. What I want to do is just get the formalities out mm-hmm. of the way straight away, so that the people aren't just sitting around waiting, wondering, asking questions, and mm. saying, you know, I've invited these people in, as we said, to my eardrums. Uh, I don't want to just be sitting here waiting, yeah. having my time filled with erroneous extraneous nonsense what does erroneous mean erroneous means wrong or like it's a misapprehension if you're erroneous in your so i didn't really mean to no you didn't i was erroneous in using it yeah one might assume from our you know laissez-faire attitude towards uh recording this podcast that we have you know we have a day to do this but we really don't we are on a schedule no of course and i understand that our listeners are as well yeah which is why as i was saying before i really Mm. just want to get you know cut straight to it uh, right into the heart of the matter. Mm. Uh, so let's talk about uh, the one thing that I think we've our listeners have been waiting for, which mm. is, of course, who we are. Yeah. Uh, my name is Xavier Abetsky Noonan. Yes, it is. With me, as always. I am. Even during the night. It's weird. I go and take a shower and you this just is, sort of... This is why I need a lady's recording of her sleeping. That's right. Because I can't been... listen to you sleeping anymore. <laughs> you don't just listen, buddy. You know, you get all up in it. <laughs> I participate. 
Tommy needs help. Uh, we should set up like an actual charity. This is really improving my chances of having a lady record herself sleeping. For know- me. Knowing that you, when provided with the opportunity to listen to someone's sleeping, uh, abuses it. I don't abuse it. Well, in my eyes. I try and... Um... My name's Tom Sanderson. Oh, this is Tom Sanderson. Yeah, thank you. You really... Oh, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> just jumped in there. I know, I said I wanted to get into it. I but... threw my hat in the ring, my friend. Yeah, uh, your, your hat with your, your name written on the inside label. Yeah. Of course, being Tom Sanderson. Mm. How are you doing, Tom? I am doing well. We're both under the, uh, the similar impression, which is true, that we have a lot to talk about this week. We do. Uh, and we don't have time to fuck which around. Which is why we need to muscle, muscle through it. Mm. Not yeah. unlike the late Hulk Hogan. Oh, this is a, this is, I don't know if you meant this to be, but this is a very good segue because one of the things that I wanted to talk about was Xavier's newfound interest in the world of wrestling, professional wrestling, Mm. or as certain, um, uh, Southern oil magnates would call it, wrestling. Excellent. Yeah, well, it's interesting. Um, we have a few topics that we wanted to discuss, mm. just some things that have been happening throughout the week. Hopefully the listeners yeah. don't mind, because they know who we are now. And, uh, you know, they want some insight into what makes us tick, yeah. what makes us who we are. Uh, as Kesha said, we are who we are. And, yes. uh, also, as, and as, as Lady Gaga said, I was born this way. Mm. And, and as uh, Beyonce said, me in my club, in my booth, booth, riding. Roll up into something, then something else driving. Boop, yeah. coop. Boop, riding. Yeah, I made things up. You did. Boof, 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 riding. <laughs> I could catch on. <laughs> boof, boof, riding. Boof, boof. Uh, which is, of course, another name for wrestling. Yes. Boof, boof, riding. <laughs> boof, boof, riding. Um, yeah, um, dear friend of the show, we've tried to have him on the show and it didn't work out, but that's we a We need to story. publish that episode someday. In fact, we might do that when we get to 100 fans on Facebook if Xavier feels like doing that. Ooh, that's but, a yeah, good idea. This is, this is the episode that We'll that tell the story of that. And then wasn't. Yeah, we'll tell the story of that later. When you tell us who you're talking about. <laughs> well, yeah, because I don't want to waste the listeners' time. Yeah, the last thing I want to do is to talk long-windedly about someone or even to someone without them knowing who it is. Mm. You know, it's just not polite. It is not. It's not the done thing. No. Uh, but I was with a uh, good friend of the podcast, Lee. Sullivan. Lee Juan? Well, it's a grey area, isn't it? Lee Juan. Usually when people have been on the show, we, we stick to the last name. Yeah. But, uh... Well, you can go and find out his sordid well, secrets all over the internet now. His, his name will be Lee Sullivan, because we've already said that name. Lee Sullivan? No, no. <laughs> no, that's pretty good. I call him Spaceman Sully, but anyway, yeah, well, let's move Sully. on. Uh, yeah, he he, uh, he gave me a little crash course in, in, in uh, professional wrestling, um, because it's something he's really into. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just thought I would bring it up, because it seems so unlikely. I'm not into sports at all. Uh, and, you know, brutality and violence, especially when it's real, is something that's quite off-putting to me well, as well. See, the thing about, I make my yeah. par- Sorry, I make my parents change the channel if they're watching, like, RPA or, like, Medical uh, Rescue or something. Yeah. I'm like, I can't do this right the now. The worst one for that is Embarrassing Bodies. Yeah, yeah, they don't uh, watch that, because it's a little so, too tabloidy for them. It's so fucking gross. Yeah, it's so yeah. so exploitative. Mm. Mm. But, uh... Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's funny. I'm, I'm a big fan of, like, horror movies, and, like, mm. I love gore in movies and that kind of thing. But as soon as I know it's real... Like, that injury is actually taking place. Now, I hate to be what um, wrestling fans would call a smark, mm. but you do understand that it's not real, right? Uh, I, I think that not real is a really widely overstating. No, no, I, it, it is probably overstating it because, mm. you know, it's a very... It, like, I have a friend who used to do amateur wrestling mm. all around the country in Australia, um, and, you know, it is a very physically intense... Well, amateur wrestling is quite different. Yeah. Mm. Well, uh, it's, it's built on the same formula though it is it is a performance more than it is an actual fight mm. yeah he wasn't he wasn't like well a actually actually the term, the, term amateur, the term amateur wrestling means 
like Greco-Roman wrestling, which is oh, actually well, that, like a, a competitive yeah, sport. Yeah, it's, it's not competitive wrestling. He was a pro yeah, wrestler. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, but it yeah, is it, definitely uh, the and especially like the things that I enjoy about it is that it is a big theatrical set piece. Mm. You know, and there's there's the plot, the overarching plot behind it, and then the plot, of, you know, the storytelling done by each man with his athleticism in the ring and that mm. kind of thing. It's very interesting to me. Uh, it's interesting. I wouldn't call it entertaining for me anyway. Mm. Mm. I didn't think it would be either, but I sat down to watch a few matches and, you know, had a chat with the very charismatic Lee about it, and mm. uh, I'm right in there. I'm right in there. Yeah. See, I've got... I, I've had a similar crash course given to me by um, Ewan O'Donnell, mm. another friend of the podcast. Juan. From a very young age. Let's, there's no mistake about this. Okay. It's Ewan Juan. Ewan, Ewan Juan. From a very young age, he's, he's liked wrestling, and so mm. whenever I've been around his house, I've been like, oh, yeah, have a look at Edge beat up this guy. I'm like... But yeah, anyway. Well, they are really beating them up. Uh, but not, it's not like an actual fight. That's the thing. That's the thing that gets me. It's not an actual fight. I guess so. I, it, if it that's off-putting to you, then yeah. It's yeah, off-putting yeah. to me. Hmm. But, you know, like, obviously, like, especially some of the more, like, the less tame, um, like, matches, hmm. um, you know, they, they bleed and I did a lot. Get, and I did like, get introduced to some really intense shit. Like yeah. the cheese grater? Did you see the cheese grater? Didn't see the cheese grater. Saw mm. a, 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 like a... You know when a cartoon villain robs a bank and they got like a sack with a dollar sign on it? And it's uh, like it's, that um, size of sack, but it was full of thumbtacks. Oh, wow. That were poured all on the ground and then they like tackled each other into it. You know, <sighs> dozens of thumbtacks sticking out of people's backs. How do you rehearse on. that? Well, you don't. You, you don't. Just, well, actually you do because you go through a lot of training. Mm. Uh, yeah, I have, no, I have no idea how they do some of that mm. stuff. A lot of it's like... Almost in a like a carnival freak show kind of way, just well, a, a real. Uh, you know, that's 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 the origins of professional wrestling. Um, in fact, uh, the strange thing about professional wrestling, to my mind, is the reason it became such a big money spinner was because a guy who hated it was like, "This could be good on television." Yeah, because like it was originally confined to carnivals, mm. whereas in that same sort of format. Yeah, and then some. You know how he talked about wrestling before the Southern Oil magnate. Yes, one of those guys was like, yeah, I'm going to buy the rights to this. Mm. And I'm going to call it, you know, I think it would have been World Wrestling Federation at that point or something. Mm. But yeah, and then he put it on TV. Mm. And there you go. And now there's been massively successful. Hundreds of thousands of fans all across the world. Yeah. It's nutty. Mm. So that's a topic. Yeah. (laughs) There's no natural way for us to branch into anything else. Well, I just, one closing comment, or one closing question for you about Mm -hmm. wrestling. Mm -hmm. Um, Why is it so, I don't know, they all dress so tastelessly. Why can't they dress well? Or at least, like, cool. They the, don't, um, they, don't dre- they dress in really dorky-ass clothes. I th- there's a few reasons. Um, one is dressing funny makes it seem cartoonish, which makes it seem marketable to younger people. But it's not just like they dress funny. Because hmm. that'd be fine. Funny done well is funny. Hmm. But they dress in... Like, like I, I'm talking about, like, the wacky sort of novelty wrestlers and yeah, stuff Yeah, like I'm talking more about, like wrestlers like John Cena who wear like three quarter length cut off jeans yeah. and skate shoes and like fucking belts you know those weird claspy belts that don't actually have like a they're not leather you know yeah. what I mean like I think uh, why do they dress like some, some of the dressing okay. is also to be visible in a big in a big arena that kind of thing but I, I agree with you a lot of it's just sort of bizarre it's to do with constructing a character and you know I mean these people are kind of wacky off ball kind of oddball kind of people mm. anyway so you know I'm not I'm not going to explain their fashion choices mm. I can't explain it you know but uh, anyway speaking of fashion think. Tom yeah fashion is a big component of <laughs> no <laughs> there's no nice try there's no segue at all um 
uh, I could just talk about more things I've been doing this week. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, another thing I got into this week, kind of by surprise, uh, snuck up on me, uh, maybe over the last couple of weeks, but mm. especially this week, is uh, K-pop music. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, uh, my my appreciation for like Western pop music is pretty well documented. We've talked about it on the podcast a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Not just about how much I want to bang Taylor Swift, but also like I really enjoy pop music i have a soft spot for it i you know it's it's interesting to me mm. um i found uh probably i mean i it's not like i uncovered them they're the biggest k-pop group mm. they're called girls generation girls generation there are there are nine of them they're all incredibly gorgeous korean women there are nine of them for no reason by the way they're yeah. all lead singers mm-hmm. and all of their video clips are like them in military formation doing like choreographed dance moves there's like a mm-hmm. swarm of them yeah. uh but they I mean, all, all the music is, is written by a, a well-honed team of, like, professionals. Mm-hmm. You know, everything's very engineered down to the last degree, which is, you know, uh, it's, it's one way of writing music, and it's a great way to write pop music because a lot of that stuff is, like, exceptionally creative and really, like, uh, interestingly thought out. The beats are, like, you know, the production is really great. So much money and effort and, you know, insanity is poured into this stuff. Uh, to me, it is a beautiful maelstrom of confusion mm. and hot ladies. Yeah. So I'm way into it. I think the reason I don't I don't like both the things we've just talked about are the same. Mm. They're both too... Manu- mm. It's very manufactured. Yeah. I don't appreciate that in... No, I completely understand that, yeah. yeah. Um, like oh my I'm gosh, gonna, if- that, how is that water even... Uh, it's Ooh. condensation. Wowie zowie. I'm Must be warm in here. here. Yeah, I'm going to just wipe that up. Sorry. That'd be great. No, no, no. The, lo- the listeners love this. A uh, little insight into behind the scenes. Uh, we've, got a, we've got a big old jug of water here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, I tell you. I tell you. Huh, let me tell you. Do you do a danger field at all? Uh, no. I tell you, this water gives me no respect. I can't do his voice at all. I almost watched Back to School on Friday, and then I went to a movie with you, which we could talk about right now. Wait, just one moment. Why? Oh, I know. People didn't hear you hear about the condensation. I'm like, wait a minute. Let's finish this wildly interesting condensation discussion let's, before we move on. Let's wipe up this discussion before mm. we move on. Uh, no, let's not. Let's, let's wipe right on over. To a great movie. We both a, cl- a, clean, a clean slate. Oh, mm. no, no, there's no joke mm. there. Roger Ebert called it uh, a modern classic. I called it really fucking good. Yeah. I think I quite echoed a few your times. sentiments, yeah. Mm. Um, we saw Silver Lightning's Playbook on Friday. Hmm. And it's a motion picture. It is a motion picture starring Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence, De Niro. You didn't let me say her name. It's got Chris. She's gonna Chris know. Tucker. She's gonna know. She's gonna think I don't care about her. Chris Tuck. Chris Tuck. Chris Tuck. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Jennifer Lawrence is in it. Yeah, I know. We already said that. Jackie Hooper. Jackie. I think co-starring uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. In a in a co- like a co-lead role in a female lead role. Bradley Cooper was really good. Anyway, listener, if you haven't seen it, go see it. We're not going to run down the plot. We're not going to ruin anything. Aren't we? Then why do we bring it up? Because I... Well, we're not going to ruin it. Yeah. We're not going to ruin anything. But uh, uh, this movie, uh, we went... It was it was a boys' night. It was, it was us and, uh, and TG. Tom Juan. G for Juan. G for... Yeah. Juan. Good Juan. Of course, uh, bass player in our fantastic band. Don't laugh at your own joke like that. I'm not laughing. I know. You're just making weird faces. This is strange. Oh, dear. Uh, we, we went to see it. You know, uh, we were like, oh, it's, it's funny. It's a romantic comedy. We're all going to see it. Oh. And we all adored it. Absolutely. We all came out gushing. I teared up twice in that movie. Mm. I'm tearing up right now. It's really good. Oh, there's a segue. Is there? But it's way into the wrong topic. I'll talk about it later. <laughs> All right, because well, it's yeah. into something I've been playing, and there's other things I want to oh, talk okay, about. Okay, cool. 
another thing that I wanted to talk about, I'm going to spring this on you. Yeah, Actually, no, I'm going to do it last. No, I'm not going to do it last. I'm going to spring this on you, Tom. Yeah, spring it. This is something I've been planning in secret. Oh, really? It's a little surprise for you. Oh, I'm not sure this is a good surprise. Well, you don't, you, don't have to, you don't have to agree to it. You don't have to be any part of it if you don't want to. But okay. I, I'm, surprising your, I, I'm surprising you with uh, an introduction to it and uh, an invitation to it. Okay. Oh, sorry. Uh, I am friends. I'm going to tell you people who are involved with it mm-hmm. before you uh, say yes or no. But before I tell you even what it is, here are some people that are involved with it. Uh, Good, dear friend of the show, guest on the show, uh, uh, co-host of my other podcast, Max Max Skelton. Gotcha. Good, dear friend of our podcast, not co-host of my other podcast, but guest on my other podcast, Alexi Alexi. Toliopoulos. Who else is involved? Let's see if I can guess guess the rest of them. Uh, Give me the descriptions, though. What do you mean? Well, I've, be, I've guessed the last two at almost the exact times that you've said them. Oh, right. Okay. Well, it gets a little harder for me. Uh, is sitting opposite from you? Xavier Rescue. That's me, yeah. Yep. Uh, and there's only one other person. Uh, how would I describe this person? Uh, female. Uh, Ooh. Dear friend of mine who Ooh. you have met a couple of times. Ooh. But I talk to her all the time because she's fantastic. Ooh. She is not a friend of the show. She has not been on either. Ooh. Podcast. I don't believe she's ever been on any podcast. She's not. Nah, give it to me. I don't know. Katie Juan. Katie Juan. Katie Juan. Oh, Katie Juan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, a group, Thomas. Yeah, group. Possibly including you. Mm-hmm. Of our funny and interesting friends. Yeah. I have been uh, in talks with these people. Mm-hmm. With not with you yet. Uh, Left out of the. No, no. I wanted podcast. to. I wanted to let you in on it on air, so on you could air. be delighted or okay. frustrated. Uh, we've been in talks behind your back in secret, mm-hmm. planning a social gathering of oh. a very specific variety. Mm-hmm. We would like to get together mm-hmm. to play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I want to do that. Would you? Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Wouldn't that be fun? That'd be a lot of fun. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm so. Pl- I was worried yeah. you were going to be like, oh, you guys are a pack of nerds. I'm no, out of here. No. You squares. No. And then I, you'd hop no. in the back of the Jeep and, you know, no. you and whoever Look, would. Tabletop Veronica R- and Betty. Tabletop RPGs. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, a, like a beloved trope of our social group. Let's mm. face it. Mm. We've got a pack of friends um, Preston Juan, Rubik Juan. Lucky Juan, they're all they're all very into that sort of thing. Here's the thing, I didn't know that. I have no idea. They, they have a they have a couple of tabletop RPGs going at the moment. The latest one they're doing is Warhammer 40k Rogue Trader. Oh no, no need for that. Okay, but here's the thing: I've wanted to play Dungeons and Dragons for as long as I can remember, as long mm-hmm. as I knew about it. I've wanted to get into it, and I didn't know anyone who played it, or like I didn't have access to a group of people. Yeah, uh, like I know people who play it, but uh, we don't know them well enough, or like we couldn't just. It's hard to work your way into mm. that kind of thing. Um, but I was talking to uh, Max about it, and he says, "Yeah, I've got, I've got the game." Is, like, he, is he a dungeon master? Could he be? Our he, I think he would be our dungeon master because he's probably the most familiar with it out of. We'd all have of the us. most comical, the most That's comical the campaign. Thing. That's the thing because, like, uh, uh, Max is funny, mm-hmm. Alexi's funny, Katie's funny. We're okay. Could we record doing this? Well, it's that's the thing. It is it is done. It is currently done. I mean, video game podcasts are done, but there's yeah. a re- there's a really great podcast that I've been listening to, which has kind of led me to find out more about it just right now. Mm. You know, to push harder for it just right now, um, which is Brian Persane's podcast on the Earwolf Network, uh, which Brian is called Persane. Nerd Poker. I He's recommend it. By so the way. funny. Yeah, yeah, it's really funny. I really want to watch your show immortalized. 
Mm. Have you heard of it? No. It's basically the Iron Chef for taxidermists. Oh my god, that's great! That's really, really that's cool. That's really cool. I really, really want to watch it. Brian Rosane's um, a very funny man. He is, yeah. He's a great actor as well. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Enough sucking his dick, let's go on with this story about Dungeons & Dragons. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't think we ought to record anything yet, because we yeah. don't know how the game is played. Yeah. It would just be us going, which dice is the 12, and you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it could turn into a thing that we could do something with. Yeah. But anyway, I thought you ought to know, and now the listeners know. Mm. Uh, I, you know, I, I worry I've been getting too much like sex recently. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what I should get into is Dungeons and Dragons, wrestling, and K-pop. <laughs> just to, <laughs> just to cut down on all that. You are like my sister, Ewan O'Donnell, and um, your sister is not Ewan O'Donnell. No, my sister. Your sister, if anything, is Ewan Juan. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> my sister loves K-pop. That's something you two can talk about. Interesting. You guys are gonna marry, get married one day. I'm not going to marry your sister. She's You're like 14 years sister. old and I'm not interested. She's 18 years old. I have no time for that. When was her birthday? Uh, it's like in seven days. <laughs> you lied to me. Tom. Yeah? There's one more thing I want to talk about with you. In the topic section. Before we move on to the what we've been playing section. Mm-hmm. Ooh, spoilers. Ooh. <laughs> spoilers. Ooh, spoilers. Uh, there is one thing I'd like to talk to you about and that is the plan... For the very, very near future of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is that we'll be having a guest for the first hey. time in a little while. Well, let's... I don't know. I feel as though we should make this announcement when we have more guests for the coming... The weeks after. What? Do you, do you want to blow your, blow your load now? He's like the... We don't know if we have any other guests. But he's the jewel in the crown. I want to surround him with some little uh, well, diamonds. talk about it, then the time like, will pass. And then a bit of will... rose gold. I don't know. Maybe like a couple of... Um, Rubies is a bit of adornment. I worry, Tom, that we've reached the 25-minute mark of our podcast, and there are people here sitting, listening. They heard me say we're going to have a guest, and you're not going to let me talk about okay, it. Okay, go. We're going to have a very... Speak about it in code, though. Give him a... a, a doot, 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 give him an doot, obvious, doot, doot, obvious doot, alias. Doot, doot, doot. Uh, from the ByGN Australia uh, <laughs> team, I'm sorry, the Beam, uh, and also their associated podcast called the Bubcast... Podcast. It's just babies. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just picturing an all baby version, like a Tiny Toons version of the podcast. Uh, we were doing that with the Colbert Report earlier. Anyway, never mind. Continue. Yeah, there's too much explanation to too make that joke make that, sense. Uh, we're going to have a uh, good friend of the show, recent friend of the show, uh, and very, very funny and cool guy, Briston Bogle- Brist- Bogleby. <laughs> You're telling me to say his name in code, so I will. <laughs> Uh, Briston, of course, from the from the IGN team, uh, kind of a big deal. And you mean also the IGN team. The, oh, sorry, the IGN beam. Uh, the the Bobcast. <laughs> <laughs> so funny to me. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, uh, keep keep an ear out for that next week. He's uh, he's a real fun guy. Mm. It's going to be fun to talk to him. He actually knows things, which will be fun. Yeah. Um, but he also likes stick jokes. Yeah, so cool. it's a good balance. He stole our joke. Yeah, he stole our Wii U. Granted, he surrounded it with like dozens of the, of his own that we didn't think of, and also he's famous, so he's allowed to do that. Mm, that's true. Anyway, Xavier, so keep an ear out. For that's, that. that's that's awesome news. Mm. It's good. It is. But um, what have you been playing this week? Ooh, ooh, that's a non-subtle segue. <laughs> Unsubtle, <laughs> was, you might say. I was subtle like a. a... I felt like I got punched in the solar plexus. Really? Where's the solar plexus? Just there. Does it have anything to do with the sun? No. It's, I think, 
Soul, uh, I need more tequila. By the way, I'm drinking a lot of tequila. Yeah, Xavier is. Spilled some, ha- yeah. spilled some on the bed. He emptied some out in his parents' bed in a fit of teenage angst. Hey, it's not my fault I got too drunk to know which lid went on which bottle. You're still 19, aren't you? No. Damn it. I, fuck. I got I'm that like wrong. 20 and a half. That's sad. Oh, I'm like, it's like some really old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I believe I'm 20 and a half. Yeah. Nobody says what age and a half they are yeah. past the age of like 12. I don't know why I said that. 12 and a half. I'm 12 and a half. I'm 12 and a half, sir. Gonna eat 14 soon. Going to high school. Hmm. Continue. When I was 12 and a half, I was in high school. Yeah, so was I. Hmm. Yeah. What was I saying? Tequila uh-huh. or something. Something tequila? Something, something tequila? No. Tequila. Tequila more. One tequila, two tequila, three tequila, spill it on the bed. Actually, in the other order. <laughs> but this is my third tequila. Yeah. What are we talking? Oh! Video games! Playing. Yeah. I have played, in my life, a great mm-hmm. many video games. Mm-hmm. But in this week, a, a smaller number. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's bookend this. A smaller number. Okay. Uh, I want to talk about a game that I've talked about a, a billion times before. Uh, but it's a game that I finally got the platinum for. Paz PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Otherwise known as... Yeah. Uh, I was very happy to achieve that platinum today. I, I saw you do it. You did. You did. You gave me when a When you call. say you were very happy, mm. I saw a, a smile creep across your face. That's it. Oh, dude, you weren't you weren't paying attention. I went, ha-ha! No, you went... I went, ha-ha! You went... You can't make the noise of a smile. No, you can't. Ooh, I wonder if you can. I see. I think the noise of a smile is... Bing! Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Or, uh, Google. Um, Tommy. <laughs> that was a slow burn. The story I did want to tell you about PlayStation uh, All-Stars Battle Royale, uh, I'd say 15 minutes before you called me. Like, this was a, this is a very densely emotionally packed period of time. Mm. Uh, I should tell the story. Like, I was, I was right towards, you know, as my last playthrough, I was playing with Little, uh, Little Big Sack Boy. Uh, <laughs> Little Big Sack Boy. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'll be here all week. Uh, little big sack boy, of course. I mean sack boy. Mm. Uh, and I was playing him through. It was my last playthrough. It was the last trophy I had to get. I was up to the last boss mm-hmm. um, when I received a phone call from you telling me that we had to leave. So we went and ate, ate and then we came back. And then I got that plat. Which is, you did. That's the story. But uh, I'd say maybe 15 minutes before you called me. Maybe mm. not even that because I was like one level previous. Maybe mm. 10 minutes before. Uh, I, was, I was sitting there. Uh, as I want to do, listening to a podcast, mm. uh, namely This American Life, which I think is a really great podcast. Yeah. Uh, and I will, I will uh, openly confess to the fact that I was crying from the sheer emotional uh, impact of the podcast. Wow. While multitasking and just like beating up faceless baddies in a video game, which I think is really strange. Because usually, like if I was doing that, it'd kind of cancel out the sort of emotional aspect yeah. of the thing. I think because I'd play through the played through the arcade game the arcade mode like 20 times by that mm. point and i was kind of just on autopilot so i was really into that podcast but you know they were talking about this 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 little kid right and his dad had a a, a brain injury that meant that he was uh his his uh it was basically just regressing you know mm. he was uh slipping back to like a childlike emotional state and that kind of thing mm. and then you know the kid the kid was i, I don't want to ruin it you should check it out if you want to if you're interested in like that out. if you're interested in being really sad and feeling everything ever uh mm. it's a good podcast um but yeah i thought that was i thought that was interesting um i'm not sure why really mm. it's something i mean yeah it's something it speaks to something about 
things that we talk about, which is like, you know, uh, video games and in this case, kind of just even tuning out video games, which I think is interesting. Yeah. It speaks to podcasts, which is something that we talk about a lot here. And it speaks to my fragile emotional state, which yeah. is something that I've Save never you being about. a big crybaby. Yeah. So I'm going to mm. drink some more tequila. Yeah. Um, but that'll, that'll, that'll help you not be emotional. Mm. Fucking shut up. You sound just like my parents. They're downstairs. Be nice to them. All right. Um, other games I've been playing this week, Tom. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about Nino Kuni again. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about it for too long because I'm still going to be playing it next week and the week Speed after. Speed run. Speed running. I want to talk about one little moment that I had, which mm-hmm. I feel like is going to be a lasting moment for me mm-hmm. in this game. Uh, I got up to... I'm still quite early in the game. Um, but there's this sort of... Uh, there's these sort of three tests so that mm-hmm. you can learn some more spells from this great uh, sage or whatever, you know. It's a JRPG, yeah. basically. Um, but you do these three trials and, you know, there's one of one of wits and one of strength and one of friendship. Because at this point, it's right after you've added the first other person to your party. Mm. Um, so the, the trial of friendship is the one that I wanted to talk about. Because um, it was just a really interesting gameplay thing that I've never really seen done in anything else. Uh, okay. And so basically, um, you were controlling two characters at once. Uh, and... Uh, there was a sort of maze being laid out ahead uh, ahead of you. You were running along these tiles, which would sort of appear one by one. Okay. Uh, and so you had to sort of direct both of the characters at once along these sort of twisting and twirling... Uh, so each was controlled by a Each stick? was controlled by a different thumbstick. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, uh, your main character was the left, and then the other character was on the, was the right thumbstick. But they would sort of overlap, and you would have to... You know, the, the character that you were controlling with the right thumbstick would be on the left side of the screen. It was, really, it was really brain melty, and I tried it over and over a bunch of times. It was really, like, challenging and satisfying in a really, uh, really fun way. Yeah, it's weird that, like, you'd have a challenge in a JRPG that was, like, purely sort of, like, dexterity-based. Mm. Well, it's not too out of the ordinary, but it is something that I've noticed um, enjoying about Nino Kuni is that it's not... Uh, just sort of uh, talking and then combat sort of style JRPG. Mm. There's other things thrown into the mix to make it a bit more um, active. It's like we were talking about the battle system last week. You can sort of jump around in open space. You can avoid attacks by running away from them and that kind of thing. Uh, And I think it's a real conscious effort that this game's made to uh, break away from just being a sort of stagnant, like, press this button and then things will die thing. Yeah, that's something I've really... Like, that's something I really notice about JRPGs. It is a turn-off, for sure. It's such a trope-based like, yeah. genre. Like it, it's quite it really ingrained with a lot of tradition. Yeah. On, yeah, I don't get it. I don't like it. Innovation is punished. It's bad. Mm. Anyway. Um, but I have played some really great Japanese games recently, Nino Kuni being one of them, um, Catherine being one of them last mm. year. Uh, and, Tokyo uh, Jungle. Uh, yeah, yeah, Tokyo Jungle, yeah. A lot of cool stuff is breaking out of Japan and, and making a, a splash here in, in the yeah. West, which and is cool exciting. stuff, not just like, oh, weird stuff it's like like actual games that are really cool yeah yeah um the other game i wanted to talk about is a game i haven't talked about yet and Mm. i'll be brief um it's an ios title uh it's quite new it's called pixel people uh it's sort of i'm not sure if it's made by the same company or not because i don't research ever Mm. um but it's sort of it feels like a spiritual successor to tiny tower Mm. um which was quite popular sort of um managing this big building with lots of people who have jobs and that kind of thing Mm. do you ever play it or uh i downloaded it (laughs) yeah yeah Never actually played it. Well, whatever. Anyway, um, uh, I'd say Pixel People feels like the Sim City to Tiny Towers, like Sim Tower, Tower or something. Have um, you ever played Sim Tower? No, I didn't even know that was a thing. Don't need to. I never had Sim City as a child. Oh, I had poor Tommy. Sim Town, Sim Tower, and Sim Ant. Oh, and Sim Farm. Sim Ant was fun. 
No, no, no love for Simeon? No, it wasn't. It was shit. I liked it. Uh, anywho, um, uh, I didn't really know what to say about it. Basically, it, it revolves around this mechanic of cloning. Um, you set up a colony in space at the mm-hmm. beginning of the game, uh, and it's populated by, like, nobody. And you basically have to make clones... Um, and so the way that you do that is you splice two different clones together. So like, uh, uh, um, maybe, a well, I don't have any examples. Why didn't I think of an example? But like, if you got like a, a mathematician and a scientist, then they would, you know, be put together and then they'd make a physicist or something like that. Yeah. That's a bad example, but it's the only one I can think of. But then, um... The, you sort of build a population with people with different specialities. You set up the buildings that they work in. You have to build houses for them and that kind of thing. Uh, and then you sort of just gather money from them, which allows you to make more clones and that kind of thing. It's very addictive. It's one of those iOS games where you just keep tapping on things for 10 minutes and then you put it away. And then a couple of hours later, you tap on some more things and, then, yeah. and you get right into the cycle of it. Uh, but the interesting thing about it is it's a freemium game. It's free yeah. to download and then you can mm. you can add on things if you want. But... Having not paid for anything, I can tell you that it's a complete, like, a really rich and complete and fully, like, functional experience without adding anything, which that's, is the right way to do it. Yeah, I wrote a piece about that a while yeah. ago. About well, that's why I wanted to bring it up. And freemium stuff. Mm. Yeah, that's definitely, oh, that's so nice to hear. Yeah. Because, you know, it's such an important, um, you know, uh, revenue model for, for game companies yeah. because obviously people... I wanted to pay less. And I actually read a really interesting story um, or a really interesting feature by Ben Kachera for uh, Penny Arcade Report about, you know, uh, the pay-to-win sort of system and Mm. why, um, you know, theme parks uh, actually had it right when they were doing it the other way around. Mm. Pay one price for as much as you want, you know, Mm. like getting an all-day pass. It's interesting, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, uh, I really like that it's being done well and that you feel like you're not being ripped off by a That's the thing. Game. Like, it's there for people who are impatient, and I can see that. Like, yeah. as you play more of the game and as you realize that you like the game, it does become harder mm. for you to do things. But there's nothing that's locked out. Yeah. There's nothing that you can't do without just the use of patience. Yeah. Um, and then you can just add, you know, credits or whatever. I think it's called, like, utopium. Yeah. Or whatever it is, you know. Uh, you can do that if you want to, if you want to progress things, if you want to hurry it up. Yeah. But you don't have to. This is so dumb, right, that we're talking about this. Don't mm. you think it's so counterintuitive that we're like, oh, I hate it when people feel ripped off by free games, like mm. freemium games. I hate it when they feel ripped off. Like, you're getting it, you're getting something for free. It's, yeah. That's so confusing to me. I, I've got this such cognitive dissonance mm. writhing in my head. It's like a big two, two big snakes trying to eat each other. Yeah. In, in my noggin. Oh, I thought you took them out of your pants. Uh, <laughs> Tommy, I recommend to you and the listeners to check out that game. Mm-hmm. It is free. It's fun. Uh, the first 15 minutes are probably the most like condensed fun yeah. sort of thing. Because uh, after that, you're just building on it and getting more into it. But, you know, right at the start, it's like, yeah, man, this is cool. Yeah. So, yeah, give it a look if you want. It's mm. free on the iOS store. I don't think it's on Android, but, yeah, mm. have a look. Cool. Tom, what big question. No, no, no! Tom, big questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have you been playing? Thank you. <laughs> um, I've been playing a lot of stuff this week, but I've talked about a, a lot of it before. I just want to talk about one game I've been playing. Um, I downloaded the Dust 5 on 4 beta. Oh, I played that quite a while ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't talk about it on here because I didn't play that much of it. But yeah, I, d- I don't imagine it would have been your sort of game. I've been playing it pretty frequently this mm. week. Um, I kind of gave up on the Crisis 3 beta. I like it a lot, but it's just one game mode and uh, only one map, so, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um... 
Yeah, the Dust 5 on 4 beta. Um, well, basically, they call it a beta, but this is almost a fully-fledged game. I mean, it doesn't have a whole lot of game modes yet, mm. but basically, it's it's really, um, uh, you know, put together, basically. Mm. Um, but i got to say, I wasn't that impressed with it. Mm. Um, I really love the idea behind it. I find it so intriguing, the interplay between Dust 5 on 4 and EVE Online. Yeah. And, you know, EVE Online is a whole different kettle of fish entirely because it's such a crazily detailed and you know like it's incredible fluid. I've, I've read about it it's um, fascinating yeah, yeah it really is I wish there was more to read about they've it, yeah. hired economists yeah there, no there is a uh, full time economist who taught at one of the universities in Iceland Norway Some, Sweden yeah, somewhere wherever um, CC uh, P games is. anyway yeah Dust PCP games CCP <laughs> um, <laughs> Dust 514 it's, it's really cool mm. the idea but Seriously, on a purely like game design level, it's baffling and really hard to use, mm. and not really user friendly at all. Like, I'm not sure if that's how Eve is, but like, um, it felt to me like a very hardcore game. It is, and it felt to me like uh, that was the thing that sort of turned me off about yeah. it. But it felt to me like um, it, it, it was the kind of thing that if you were prepared to sink a lot of time into, uh, and probably similarly with with Eve, or so I've heard. Uh, it it would be rewarding. Yeah, See, um, hardcore I, I don't think me, it's built for me. Though. Hardcore to me doesn't necessarily mean hard to use though, and it is really hard to use. Yeah. I didn't know where to go to do anything. I was getting slain in like the actual battle mode, which I um, you know, you know, I didn't know why that was happening. I yeah. mean, it could just be because I was shit, but I'm pretty good at first person shooters, mm. and like I just wasn't standing a chance. Yeah, and like this game, it doesn't look very good for a, for. A, Current generation game. It's not a yeah. good looking game. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It, it is in beta, I'll admit, but like, you know, I think that's somewhat of a cop out to still call it in beta and be mm. like, yeah. Minecraft. Anyway. Minecraft got out of beta, still look pretty much the same. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Hey, that game. ever hear of small pixels? Yeah, exactly. Minecraft? Not mm. so realistic, if you ask mm. me. Anyway, well, that's that's my thoughts on Dust 5 and 4. I'll keep playing because I might come around on it, but mm. I really, I don't know. It's just I also think because you're jumping in a little later, you're going to have that problem that mm. I get with countless games. You know, yeah. with uh, I've, I've talked about Team Fortress 2. Like, I yeah. can't play that anymore because everyone's too good at it. Yeah. It might be a similar sort of thing. I, I don't know. I don't mean to criticize your skills. See, I, I was never very good at Team Fortress 2, but fuck, I love playing that game. It is fun, yeah. It's so wacky and, yeah, anyway. Um, how do you feel about musical break saving? Yeah, okay. Tequila! Yeah, I wrote that on my hand, not because I needed to get some tequila, but because I, it's just my favorite song lyric. It just means so much mark, to me. Exclamation mark. Oh, you're right. I should add that. Yeah, that's better. I think it really captures the meaning of it. I'm going to have more shots. Goodbye. Yeah. And I know.
He plays wide pound on the drums Squirrels and the birds come Gather around and sing the guitar Oh, why? Stand, stand, story time That was my bad, that was my bad That was my bad When all words fail, she speaks Nick's tapes and masterpiece Walks through the garden so the roses can see Oh, why? Stamp, stick, any story time And you can see the daisies in her footsteps Dandelions, butterflies, wanna be story Story time Story time. I don't know. Was it? Yeah. Yeah! Thank you, Cincinnati! I think it's thank you, Cleveland. Where is Cincinnati? It's in Ohio. Oh. Same as Cleveland, same as Cleveland. Why don't we be playing a smaller I think, city? I think Ohio. Ohio has, like, the most big cities in it. It's got some big cities. Tell me more. Everyone knows them. Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Columbus, Cincinnati. Columbus, yeah. Look at all of them. What about uh, the Cleveland city? Cleveland doesn't even have a football team. No, it does. Los Angeles has got a lot of big cities. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Welcome to Stip Stiggy Story Time. Of course. <laughs> this is a segment of the uh, podcast, and there's no denying it. And we don't discuss geography so get ever. Down off your soapbox and stop feeding me this trite nonsense bullshit. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking oh, uh, to the hypothetical yep, listener. Yep. Uh, of course, the Stip City Story Time is your weekly week of. Uh, have you ever have you ever caught uh, uh, like a smallpox? No, I just thought well, this is how you can catch up. A la smallpox <laughs> on the week of news of the it video is. games. It is. Sorry, I, I interrupted. I just had a thought. Oh. The hypothetical listener, <laughs> really great concept. Like. We could have so many hypothetical listeners. We are so hypothetically popular. I'm hypothetically listening it? to you talk right now. Okay, thank you. But how hypothetically popular do you think we'd be? Mm, well, massively, maybe. Mm. Massively-ish. We're, we're hypothetically possible, but I think we could be hypothetically possible. Ooh. Popu- popu- never popular mind. is what Pop- you mean. Uh, not hey, Tom. Yeah. This is going to be the first story that we're going to talk about. Damn right. Hey, Tom. Yeah. You know that new Ouya device that the kids are all talking about? Yeah, I do. With the Android and the Kickstarter Yay. and the rocket boots? Yeah. Well, as futuristic as it is, Tommy, it's about to get a whole bunch futuristica. Yeah, it is. Ouya CEO Julie Urman. 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 Fine. Uh, came out at Dice this week. Uh, Andrew Dice, Clay. Mm-hmm. What? Not even a joke. Uh, to discuss the future of the Ouya brand, stating at that, quote... Dice, as in Digital Illusions... The, the studio? No, no, no. EA no. Dice? At, uh, the, it's a big gaming summit with oh. a lot of gaming heavies. Shows what the fuck I know. I anyway. couldn't tell you what it stands for, so don't ask me. Let's try and make it up. Digital. Uh, in, in, uh, informa- information. Uh, computer. Uh, can't be global hype. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't be global hype. Meganet. Uh, and ent- entertainment. Entered, entered, food. Uh, yes, uh, Julia Ullman came out at Digital in- Infotainment, Compu- Global Hypomeganet, Edufu, uh, this week to discuss the future of the Ouya brand, stating that, quote, there will be a new Ouya every year. 
Cool. She adds, there will be an Ouya 2 and an Ouya 3. We'll take advantage of faster, better processes, take advantage of prices falling. So if we can get more than 8 gigabytes of flash in our box, we will. And in so doing, make sure that all games are backwards compatible. Now, see, the thing is, the thing about Ouya is, like, it's totally moddable. So what she could mean is, like, they'll just release upgraded parts that you can just put in yourself because sure. it's meant to be very could even just be a could even just be a software update yeah could even just be that they won't do anything I'm making shit up <laughs> but how cool is that that is cool it's Tom really cool. here we are sitting uh, sitting around talking about the 10 year lifespan and whether or not we're even ready for next gen um, but this is a really interesting approach um, which feels to me a bit closer to the evolution of like smartphones and tablet devices mm. than conventional consoles um, Tommy you're an Ouya backer it's well known I damn right you're public about it you're not ashamed yeah. you're out of the closet uh, as a gay person and as a new year, I'm gonna get no. You're 3070, isn't that right? 3070, yeah. Oh, yeah, 7030. Yeah, sexuality. 7030. Yeah, oh, that's cool. I respect yeah. that. At least I know the percentage. Yeah. It out. Does it ever little bend? I don't think I've ever had a shift in percentage. No. Okay. I'm not saying oh, it no, should. When, when I watched Gangster Squad, I think it was definitely about 50-50. Are we talking 50 to Rygars, 50 to Emma Stone? Oh, don't talk like that. You know they're mine. Oh, uh, cool dibs. Uh, Tommy, you're an Uya backer. Tommy, you're in the back. <laughs> I could say that all day. Uh, are you are you excited for this new model of console upgrading, or are you pissed off that you won't have the cool new thing for that long? No, I think it's really cool. Mm. I think why not? I it, thought so. That was as, a leading question, but I led you the wrong way. As long, like, so the UIA store is the bit of infrastructure they're using to distribute the games. Mm-hmm. Not sh- they they haven't really said whether they're going to sell them in stores. Like they're going to sell UIAs in stores, but mm. not. Hard copies I, of I the games. Think, so. I yeah, think it's, it's it all downloadable. Like a, yeah. But um, I'd be interested to see how they handle the distribution of games if you've got... It's it's like PC. You have to optimize the games to run on like old OUYAs mm. and really new OUYAs. That's the problem, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, it does work for PC. And also, they've said that... Well, the, work... The, the get, I mean, the goal is that to make sure that all games are backwards compatible. That's yeah, part of the quote. Uh, so. uh, are old OUYAs going to be able to play new games for that long? We don't know. That's the thing. There's no way to know, really. When you say it works for PC, I think that's being very charitable. Have you ever have you ever that's tried to true. run a PC game? I have. You need this driver and this driver and this driver. Where do I get the drivers from? I don't know. You've got it in the next four. Earlier this week, I tried stuff. to run uh, Millie's Math House. Millie's Math House on what? Uh, on my on my up to date Mac OS X point mm. whatever the new one is on my MacBook Pro. Did not You've like been it. playing some edutainment lately. Did not like that Windows 95 game. Mm. Uh, there was, I mean, it was on Mac, but, you know, yeah, didn't like it. Didn't like it. Would not be able to play mm. it. Yeah, I did a little flashback earlier. We, we don't need to talk about that. I talked yeah. to the good friends on the Twitters. Yeah. Zach. Zach, Zach Supreme. Mm. We, uh, uh, save that for the for, social meds. For, forgive me for saying so, but do you not think that that name suggests a little bit of... Um, Dare I say arrogance? Oh, I wouldn't have. I uh, wouldn't. I uh, wouldn't you have would a comment on that. that. No, no, no. no. Uh, God, no. I'm the best. Uh, Tommy. Yeah. In news that is not news. Ubi, Ubi, Ubi. From Uya to Ubi. Mm. Oh, this is fun, isn't it? Yeah. Ubi CEO. Uh, of course, we're talking about Ubisoft. For those of you who don't. Or Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Oh, please let that be a social media campaign. We're putting the U back into Ubisoft. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh... U. Ubisoft, in that you have problems with your erections. <laughs> Ubi CEO Yves Guillermo, mm. thank you, Frenchman, uh, has announced that a new Assassin's Creed game is coming in fiscal year 2014. That's between this April and March 2014. Now I see you sigh, Tom. I see you go, oh bro. Oh, I, I, I would mind a new Assassin's Creed game. However, Tommy, the upshot is that unlike the company's previous pattern with these games, mm-hmm. quote from Yves. 
mm-hmm. himself. We're Leavesy. on a first name basis. Leavesy. He lets his hair hang down. Yeah. Down, da, 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 down. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Whatever. Uh, we will introduce an all new Assassin's Creed hero with an all new team and time period, and we expect it to be another major leap forward for the franchise. Spoiler alert, skip ahead 15 seconds from now if you don't want to hear how Assassin's Creed 3 ends. I don't want to fucking hear it! Well, of course they need to introduce a new. Whoa! 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 I was gonna. I'm, seriously, I was gonna play that game. Fuck you. Why haven't you yet? Because it costs money. Yeah, I suppose so. You're a monster. You didn't even give people time to skip ahead. That was 15 seconds. Uh, Thomas, Assassin's Creed 4. Who will our hero be? I'm guessing an Eastern European war veteran searching for the American dream in Liberty City. What do you think? I want it to either be a samurai on the rise. Mm. Or, no, actually, uh, Dynasty Era China, because they alluded to that in Assassin's Creed 3. They had a little, uh, little, uh, in the little, in the Animus database, you could which, read about this which lady. Which dynasty, though? Because that uh, doesn't mean anything. Like, I don't know. It was feudal era China. Mm, right. Anyway, but yeah, that's cool. Mm. That's really cool. It I, is li- cool. I like uh, that, or like maybe Revolution Era France. Oh, interesting. And you could dream a dream? Yeah. Mm. You could, you could, you could, like... be, you could play a Jean Or uh, Jean Valjean. Jean Valjean. Uh, he's a bit of a soft guy. But he's the hero. He'd be soft. He'd I would play soft. as Anne Hathaway and just die really early. I'd play as Anne That's Hathaway. the character's name, right? Anne Hathaway? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Tommy. What was her name? Uh, no, don't do this to me. You're calling out the fact that I don't know it. I should know it. I should know it as well. It'll come to me. Hey, Tommy. Yeah? That they're Raymond Legends. Yeah! I'm excited about this story. Ra- Raymond. Raymond. Raymond Legends. Raymond. Can I do the whole story in that voice? Yeah. Hey, Marie. <laughs> you mean, hey, Ma. Hey, Ma. <laughs> you know what? I can't do the whole story in that because I'm just going to laugh at my own jokes. Everybody loves me. <laughs> that there, uh, Raymond. <laughs> it's not. It's You're not happening. <laughs> Why are there so many songs about, about Raymond? <laughs> no, you have to. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> You didn't think uh, I was building to a punchline? Hey, that there Raymond Legends looks like it's going to be the one, one, of the, one of the Wii U's best early titles. One of the only. And, and it's so good, good for Wii Nintendo U. that they managed to hold down that exclusive title. And yeah, it, congrats, it gives people guys. a real incentive to, to give a shit about the Wii U. And, it, and it's coming out this month. Especially people like you and me. Boy, I sure hope I don't read anything that might disprove all that good news on this Google document where I wrote down all the news of the week last night. Yeah. But what? <laughs> Raymond Legends has been delayed until September and will be launching then for the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 as well. So exciting. Well, boy, is my face red. I should really read the things that I write before I read them. I'm so happy. Aren't you happy? I am happy, Tom. Yeah? Uh, Well, let's discuss this, Tom. Uh, I'm just going to read the rest of what I wrote here because I don't do this shit for nothing. Mm -hmm. Tumbles all antics aside, it's pretty obvious what's happened here. Our pals at... Ubi. Ubi. Uh, Alpazel Ubi have noticed that the Wii U hasn't exactly been flying off the shelves just yet. Yeah. Uh, and they decided to play it safe. I mean, this is my... This yeah. is what I think. They're playing it safe. They're releasing the game on some more successful consoles. Well, yeah. Um, like, cards on the table. They don't They don't want to suck Nintendo's dick enough to, like, have their game flop because Nintendo can't sell consoles. Hmm. Um... But it is hard not to feel bad for Nintendo, who are really in need of some third-party support at the moment, and, you know, always. Uh, it's also kind of a dick move that Ubisoft aren't even giving it to the Wii U early. Like, we've played this game, I'm pretty sure it's done. 
Yeah. You know, I have a feeling it's done on the Wii U. Uh, supposedly, I read this later, there'll be a Wii U exclusive demo, but that really doesn't feel like much of an olive branch. Whoopie. Yeah, whoopie fucking ding dong. Whoopie flipping, whoopie, whoopie flipping Goldberg. Whoopie Goldberg. Uh, that said, I am still pretty damn glad that I can play this rad looking game without buying a Wii U just yet. Uh, Yay! We loved and still love, and we'll probably love when we finish this podcast, I imagine, playing some more, uh, Raymond. Oranges, yeah, Marie, dude. dude I'm. So, why do you keep making him say his mother's name? I don't know. It's What's his what? Ma- De- Deborah. No, he calls her um, uh, Smelly Hon- Tram. Honey, he calls her Smelly Tram. What? <laughs> smelly Tram. That's I've his, watched that's nearly for nearly as much of that show as you. It's not Smelly Tramp. Come on, it's Dad. Smelly Tramp. Oh, Dad. Robert. Dad, um, I'm trying to watch the game. <laughs> I don't know what happens in that show. Um, I was going to say, yeah, Raymond. no, I am like, oh, this is such good news. I don't have to buy a Wii U to play this great game now. Now everybody can love Raymond. Yeah. That's the crux I, of that I don't joke. really feel bad for Nintendo. Like, if they weren't going to pay uh, Ubi enough money to keep it exclusive, that's the way the world works. I'm sorry. It's not a dick move. I feel like you have a bias against Nintendo, which yeah, is quite publicly I do. I do. stated. It's, it's public record. Everyone knows. Mm. I want Nintendo to do well. I don't. Well, I don't want them to I want fail. all of I just the game companies just... to do well. That's what I want. Mm, yeah, right. Whatever. Hey, Tom. Boy. Oh, no. I'm skipping ahead. Some kind of, some, some kind of shitty news here, actually, Tom. Oh, okay. uh, we'll go back to the positive news You're afterwards. bringing me down. No, I'm baby. bringing you down so I can bring you right back up. Go. Sorry. I yelled a little. It's a little do irrational. It. Uh, remember when Epic Games, makers of Gears of War, formed a studio called Impossible Studios from the ashes of the defunct Big Huge Games, the developer of Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning that was dissolved when its owners went bankrupt? Yes. Man, that sentence is a trial. Mm. Did you catch all that? Mm. I had to read that. When I wrote it, I had to read that sentence like three times over. It's, it's not that good that you framed it in a question. Thanks, Tom. Well, unfortunately... Oh, I shouldn't say it in such a chipper tone. Uh, after just six months, Epic is shutting down the new studio. Do they even make anything? <laughs> after delays and difficulties with its project Infinity Blade Dungeons, which is a prequel to the Infinity Blade Blah 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 series. I can't talk. Tequila. Uh, Epic founder Tim Sweeney revealed this week that, quote, ultimately it wasn't working out for Epic. So back to the drawing board, I guess. Uh, Tom, these things happen. It is still kind of a bummer. Hopefully these guys can catch a break soon. Yeah, I hope so as well. Yeah, I don't. We don't need to because they're obviously talented. Right. That's developers. the thing. Yeah, these these people worked on some great uh, some great games, and uh, mm. hopefully they'll they'll find they'll find another place to use their talent. Yeah, uh, I'd in like the, that in the near future. It sucks that they're getting jerked around though. It does. You know, it, it was such a nice gesture for them to be employed by Epic, and then here it is not working out. Not so. working. Yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to whatever it is that they they can. They can get back on their feet with, you know? Yeah, I hope so. Hey, Tom. Yeah? Hey, Tom. I actually write hey, Tom at the start of almost every one of these. Do you really? Mm. That's well, weird. Well, in the past tense, I do. Uh, hey, Tom. Yeah. Hey, uh, Tom. Boy, it's good to be a grown-up. We get to buy alcohol, uh, vote, inherit money. No, cha- we have to vote. Change our names, get yeah. sued, uh, get married, watch dirty pictures, and go to grown-up jail. Grown up jail. One other thing we get to finally get to do now is to play grown up video games for grown ups, uh, such as the upcoming Ninja Gaiden well, 3. Well, hey, no, let's let's not classify it like that. 
The OFLC doesn't dis- distinguish between adult and not adult. It distinguishes between mature and immature, or immature and everyone. Like, would you say that Journey is not an adult game? I'm being playful. All right, I'll play with you. Such as the upcoming Ninja Gaiden 3. Not an adult game. Razor's yeah. Edge. Which is the first game to be classified R18 plus by the Australian classification the Australian classification system. But whoa, Tommy. Whoa, Nelly. With an O E. Whoa, Nelly. No. Whoa, 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 whoa. Close to the name Zoe. Think about it. Uh, when I say think about it, I force you to think about the stupid shit that I say. I have power over you. Yeah. I have dominion over you all. Uh, we thought that this was a Wii U exclusive for oh so long. Must us big grown-up grown-ups stoop to Nintendo's kid-friendly level to play this game? No. Well, fear not, my steadily aging co-host. Publisher Tecmo Koei, I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. Has revealed Ninja Gaiden 3 Razor's Edge for Xbox 360 and PS3 coming on April 5th. No longer a so Wii U exclusive. It's, it's what? Ninja Gaiden 3, the actual game. It's the Ninja Gaiden 3, the poorly developed mess. Ninja Gaiden 3, the fixed edition. Yes. Uh, Tom, why can't the Wii U catch a break? And, and does it even matter? Is Nintendo happy being a separate other thing altogether? It seems... Like, I mean, they do have their first party titles. They fucking made I realise we just kind of talked about this, but it's, a, it's kind of a big issue at the moment. They made their bed. Seriously, they they put all their chips in developing games for kids, and now that's what they're known for. You know, I strongly disagree. Uh, but I don't even feel like discussing it. Why not? What, what, it's the same discussion we have every week, which yeah. is like, I think Nintendo is good and you think they're bad. Well, they're not bad. They're just, well, so, in some ways they're bad, but they're not bad for kids. Kids like them. Yeah, I, I can't be bothered arguing with you. The listeners know how I feel. They can feel it in my the tone of my voice, mm. even though I'm drinking. I'm going to have a shot of tequila because I feel bad for you. Why? Prost. Uh, school. Cinque. Nostravia. None of those words mean what you think they do. Here's what is, a quote. What, what, what is, what is Never mind. Nostravia? Here's a quote from Gabe Newell. Yeah. This is our last story, Tom. Mm-hmm. Here's a quote from Gabe Newell, co-founder of Valve. Mm. Heard of these guys? Yeah. I sound like I'm doing a monologue at the start of a late night show. Yeah. Here's a quote from uh, hey Gabe Newell. You heard of this, Gabe Newell? This is why I don't have a late night Gabe show. Gabe Newell says. When I was uh, a, a late night host, mm. I didn't drink as much as this. No, you drank more. That's why I was so successful. You drank more. I don't know what I'm talking about. Here's a quote from Gabe Newell. Mm-hmm. Co-founder of Valve, you heard of these guys? Valve. Yeah. Hey, gang. <laughs> uh, who spoke with Lost and Alias creator J.J. Abrams. During the keynote of DICE this week. Lots of stories out of DICE this week. You guys been to DICE? You guys had a DICE? Let's have a cheer for DICE. Oh, that guy there. That guy likes it. That guy likes it. Oh, he's rolled a few dice in his time. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And then Paul Shear. What do you you think, Paul? Not Paul Shear. Paul Schaefer. Paul Schaefer. What do you think, Paul? Paul? Ah, you know. Ah. (laughs) Play some keys. This is the quote. Yep. You ready? He says this to Jajabrams. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you sure? Do you know about this story? No. Ooh, get ready. That's the poltergeist again. house is so haunted. Poltergeist. <laughs> We're going to try and figure out if we can make a Half-Life movie or a Portal movie together. Mm-hmm. Cool. Tom, forget for a moment that Abrams' dance card is ridiculously full at the moment with the new Star Trek and the new Star Wars and his extremely hot wife. Mm. What do you think Who's of this? his wife? I don't know. I googled her earlier. It was fine. 
Okay. Uh, she's not my type, but you know, she, uh, there's no disputing it. It's one of mm-hmm. those types of things. Okay. Uh, what do you think of this partnership? Uh, and and you know, to a, to a, uh, to speak to the greater picture, is is this trend of of shitty video game movies, which we've done our fair share of reporting on, um, is about to change? Are we going to see a, a new well, a renaissance, a new era? I don't know. JJ, I can see this being a really good looking. Um, interesting movie, hmm. maybe like a little super. Fi- like he has a really strong aesthetic vision when it comes to his films. Yeah. Like he knows, definitely knows how to direct. Hmm. Like I think you just need de- good writing. Hmm. Good writing. That's what you need. Yeah, it's to make true. a good movie. I'll write it. Yeah. Was that, was played, that a last story? Haven't even played Half Life. What do you 2. think? You excited to see? I just some? admitted to not playing Half Life Two, and you're not even asking. Whoa! Me really? You haven't played Half Life Two? I got stuck. Where'd you get stuck? Physics puzzle? Really early. Can I help you with it, please? You really need to play that game. Yeah. I'd love you, you to help you me, actually. really fucking do. Yeah. I want to play it with you, because I need to play it again anyway. And, oh, dude, you need to play that game. Can we oh, be naked? Yeah. Let's get into bed and play Half-Life 2. Um, what was I saying? Um, is that, that the last story? What do you think? Is it going to make a good movie? Um, I actually feel pretty positive about it, just mm. because, like, um, we talked about this a little while ago. We had an episode where we talked about uh, uh, movies based on video games. You can go and check that out if you want. Yeah. It's called, what do we call it? The Peanut Gallery Special. Yeah. yeah. It's, still, it's still up there. You'll find mm. it. Um, dig around. Uh, no one's going to do it, but yeah. whatever. Um, but we did talk about um, how Half-Life and or Portal would be a really interesting property to sort of explore the universe of. I just had a really good thought. Mm-hmm. Just give me a second. Is it going to come out of your butt? Okay. And Moon. it's just a fart, actually. Directed by Duncan... Is it Duncan Jones? Duncan Jones, yeah. Duncan Jones. He Zoe. should do Portal. Zoe's yeah. in space. Yeah. He should do Portal. Should he? Well, think about Moon. Think about the dynamic of the movie. Very small cast. That's true. One man. One oh, robot. Man. Yeah. Now think about Portal. Oh. One lady, one robot. Oh, that's interesting, isn't it? Now, Duncan Jones could do a really good job on that movie. You know what, though? I think he wouldn't want to... Yeah, because, because he's already be, done something quite similar. Yeah, he's retreading the same ground. I think Warcraft gives him an opportunity to explore a whole new universe. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, J.J. J. Abrams is really... Like, from what I know, and I haven't seen everything he's done, but he's very... Uh, his style is very visual, as you said. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like he'll be able to... I think Portal's got a, a distinct visual style as well. I don't think... Portal shouldn't be a movie. Well, I'm not saying... I'm just saying Portal because I'm more familiar with it than yeah. Half-Life. You know, but that that universe, you know, same thing with Half-Life, I think. They, Half-Life would be a great movie. Portal shouldn't be a movie. They should opinion. make the whole thing in the Source engine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Source filmmaker, you do it. Hmm. So are we going to a break? Yeah. Okay. We've got a great show coming up tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We've got Chris Tucker from uh, Oscar-nominated um, uh, Silver Lanes Playbook. we got we got Dave Grubetsky Noonan from Sonny Sonny Joystick. We'll be right back after the break. Just say cool, relax, get something, get on your I think we just got cancelled. Did we? Yeah. Oh, I was doing my Freddie Mercury. Team So So? Team So So. <laughs> Time that it takes hey. food to go cold, the little tiny sponge inside of you. 
I gotta ha- say, Ooh. Ooh, we start at the same time. Mm-hmm. I gotta say that that tequila bottle looks like it's been getting fuller. <laughs> I've been peeing in it, and now I'm gonna drink some just to put you off. Ooh. Tell people what we're doing right here, Tom. Right here, Ladies. right now. <laughs> and the others, women. Yeah, children. Female children, <laughs> like women and children first. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Leave uh, now because this shit gets heavy. This is what we like to call. Ask SSJ. Oh, I thought you were going to say we were about to hit an iceberg. <laughs> yeah. We're about to hit an iceberg of truth, yeah. of justice, and of opinion. I'm, why Not justice. Yeah. This isn't the Judge justice. John Hodgman podcast. Why am I naming so many things that people are better doing than us? Do the D-A-N-C. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, that's the justice we're hitting. Stick to the B-E-A-T. Get ready to ignite. That's a really good song. Yeah, it is. Get your feet out of my f- I'm not in your Hey so I think people SSJ. are wondering what the dickens we're talking about And they've got great expectations <laughs> And listen We're going to satisfy all of them um, All of them Twist mm. <laughs> <laughs> Been working on that one uh, Canterbury um, No wait that's Chaucer isn't it Chaucer yeah, Chaucer Chaucer, Chaucer. Sorry. I thought you like were just Saucer. talking about Canterbury as in your like home Saucer, suburb. Canterbury Tales. Your home turf. Yeah, he read that about me. What about Sauce? Chaucer. I like Saucer. Chaucer like Saucer. You know, oh, the thing like you a put, flying saucer. I'm surprised that's where you get that. I, I think of tea when I think of Saucer. Oh, like it, but I believe in the truth. The truth is out there. Yeah. Do you watch my Chex Files? No. I did wish you? I did. Yeah. It's I, went, real I was going back good. over our tweets the other day. Hmm. Found a very Why? funny one. But okay. You, you, it was a quote of you and me. You were, you said, "You reckon I can get away with?" No, nah, this is boring. No, tell me. You, you, were, you were, I'm on the edge of my so, butt here. So your quote was, "Do you think I can get away with watching X Files in this lecture?" And hmm. I was like, "Only if you have the volume up really loud." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, when are Ask we bringing out Bradley Cooper or whoever you were saying was? Yeah, um, Chris Tucker. Oh, Chrissy. <sighs> Chris CT. Tucker. Great yeah. guy. Great guy. Just did Conan last night. He's in the SSJ studios tonight. Hmm. Yeah, we've got him sitting to the side because we'll bring him out later. We're going to dance with him. Yeah. We're going to do the Ellen. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And some of the little puppet string things uh, yeah. Mr. Conan does. Mm. And um, uh, we'll do the Letterman. <laughs> the Letterman. What? Like running out on stage. Just don't do running anything. Running like this. Just um, be too old and not retire. That episode where he didn't have an audience because of Hurricane Sandy. That was weird, wasn't I it? I really want to go back and watch that again. Yeah, yeah, I bet it's online. Far out. That was really interesting. Yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of real interesting, we have some really interesting questions from our lovely yeah, listeners. Let's check in with the listeners this week. Let's do it. All right. Who hey, do you want to do first? Do you want to do Twitter or Facebook? I'm going to do it in the order that I wrote them down on this slide of paper. Okay. Slide I'm going to quickly check if and see if we've got any more. I'm sure you would know, but I just want to be I sure. can guarantee you that nobody wants to talk to us. Okay. Except for the following lovely people. Aww. First piece of uh, scripture mm-hmm. chiseled into the block of our Facebook page. Uh, the, the tablet, I should say. Yeah. Ooh, there's something there, isn't there? Because he might have written it, written it on a tablet. He might have. Keep the tequila away next week. Yeah. I'm lying. It's much fun. Much mm-hmm. fun. Joe Juan. Joe Juan. My favorite Joe. I'm really waiting because Juan is, is, Juan is like John, right? Is that what it is? Juan. Yeah. Like, what's the English equivalent? Yeah, probably John. I'm really hoping that we get like a John, John, oh, like John. a Don, oh, I John, want Don, I want Don to write in. We need in. to get Donald to write into our podcast. If you know anyone named Don, force them to be interested in our podcast <laughs> at gunpoint. 
Ah, Don Juan. That's Don funny. Juan. There's something there. Hey, Joe, where are you going with that gun in your hand? Give us the question. All right. Uh, Joe says, uh, this is a question that I think we've talked about before, but yep. we, we ought to... We ought to... got to answer his... Uh, we his... ought to give him a little something. Yeah. Throw, throw him a freaking bone here. I can't do it. That's not Dr. Evil. <laughs> I wonder if people think that we're a real podcast. Probably. How do you feel about the fact... This is Joe. How do you feel about the fact that consoles, to a certain extent, limit technological advances in gaming? Mm-hmm. That's probably the first of this uh, several barreled questions. Well, do you want to? How about we tackle this? that? Yeah, because yeah, I think he's talking. That's we can approach that from like a, a console versus yeah. PC sort of angle. Yeah. See, I I don't think consoles limit technological advancement mm. because there are some very pretty games being made for PC. Yeah. Like um like that that their Crisis Three also being made for consoles, mm. but like you can run that at a really really really. Sexy no no no. What he what he's saying is like um. If we didn't have consoles, if everybody was a PC guy, mm. would we be would we be uh, living in a more technologically advanced uh, video gaming world? And I think to an extent that's true. Mm. Some ways yes, some ways no. But it, it's a it's a matter of convenience. Like it, it just Wait, doesn't if work. We're for talk, if we're talking purely graphics, then yeah, probably. But, but think I, about no, what consoles allow us to do that um, the PCs don't. Mm. Like there are a bunch of like. Um, Peripherals that you couldn't release for a PC purely because they it wouldn't necessarily work with every PC, mm. and like things like the Wii U, there are games being well, there there should be games being made for the Wii U mm. that utilize the unique um, you know input method you have with the Wii yeah. U controller. And I think that's something stuff. that's growing more prevalent is consoles uh, separating themselves more from yeah. the PC so as to remain relevant. Like but would Rock Band have worked if it was for your PC? I don't think so. Yeah, maybe not. Mm. It's it's such a living roomy game. Exactly. The thing I was gonna address though is uh, in this in this hypothetical situation, which I think we've constructed and I don't think is actually what he was asking mm. about. But if there were just PCs and we didn't have consoles, yeah. uh, it would mean we would have one unified uh, you know, everyone would be oh, I guess with PCs it doesn't make us if there was if we had just one console Mm. If Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo were like, for the good of mankind, let us... Let's gangbang our technologies into one big toaster oven of a box. Then we would be living in a beautiful world where developers were producing games for that one system. Uh, and Do you reckon Sony would ever make a toaster? I wouldn't be surprised if they already did, and we just didn't no, know about it. See, they're, they're not a white goods company. But they'd, they'd, I want them yeah. to move into white goods. I want a Sony fridge. Why? If I can get like achievements on. Like, open up the fridge, like... <laughs> Opening achieve. the fridge is an achievement? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind out, of trophy you do you have for a, that? You pull out a bottle of tequila, you and then you get a bronze trophy, trophy for No, it wouldn't be a bronze. Tequila. You should get... They should introduce new, lower levels of trophies for, like, yeah. even more insignificant achievements. Glass trophy. Yeah, I was going to say wooden. Yeah. You like, put, cardboard you, trophy. You fill the dishwasher, and it's, a, it's like a yeah, glass trophy, or like mm. a porcelain trophy. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd be equivalent to what it actually was. I like that. It's yeah. fun. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna move on with this question. Uh, do you think that having another generation of consoles that may span seven plus years, like the PS3 and 360, is a good thing? Um, I don't know. I like the console cycle. Mm. I guess it's just what we've grown up with. Mm. But like, I like. I don't know. I've kind of gone the the other way on this this console generation. But I like picking a winner from the beginning and just rooting it on. I'm very much a fanboy. Mm. in that way but I got into the PS3 late and look I love Sony so you know mm. that's good I'm really looking forward to 10 days from now the uh, big Sony uh, yeah, future yeah. PlayStation conference it, it is interesting um, you know uh, I, I agree with you I like the, the console generation thing and, and iterating and that kind of thing mm. um, but 
it's not a perfect system. Well, like we were talking about with the Ouya uh, story before, mm. Ka- um, Ermin, what's her name? Kathleen, Jeremy, whatever her name, uh, Helen Ermin. No. I wish drinking tequila made more noise so that people <laughs> knew how much drunker I was getting. <laughs> mm. There's one. Ah. Yeah, that's the tequila noise. That's um, nice. Yeah, the, the, the Ouya like, could potentially be the first ever, like, um, you know... Uh, me, 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 modular console. Ooh. Modular. That's a good word. Mm. Damn. That is interesting. It's the IKEA of consoles. That's if it's not crap. Probably. In that it breaks really quickly? No, in that it's easy to put together. Well, it, you shouldn't have to put together your console. Also, it's probably Swedish. No, yeah, that's right. The lead industrial designer is Swedish. Right, we're getting off topic here. Yeah, anyway. Uh, it's I, Swedish made. I, uh, I, for one, welcome our new PlayStation 4 overlords. Mm. Uh, I I like it because uh, having a long console span uh, in in keeping with the sort of technology that is embroiled in these embroiled in these mm. uh, these pieces of equipment uh, is the the fact that developers are still learning how to use them. You know, yeah. even, even now when we get towards the end of the console generation, we're still there's still new things being done with them. Admittedly, yeah. not you know maybe maybe we hit that peak already, but yeah. you know, if they they're lasting this long for a good reason. It's true. And I uh, well, let's let's look at it, like, and you know, there's been postulations about these being titles that will be ported over to the next generation mm-hmm. of consoles. But look, we're in the seventh year of the console span. We've got Tomb Raider, Bioshock Infinite, The Last of Us. That's mm. three games that you know could easily be the best games of a generation. Well, we don't know, but yeah, could very easily be. Mm. Let's let's look at the pedigree of them. You know, you can you can see that they're going to mm. be fantastic. Whether or not uh, and Grand Theft Auto Five, yeah, at the, look, yeah, yeah. I would I would say that's a better example than Tomb Raider. Anyway, what was I going to say? Yeah, at the end of the day, like, like, yeah, at the end of the day, the there's so much tied into the console cycle, so much tradition, so much to look forward to. That I think it's a good system for keeping consumers like tied into a brand and video gaming in general. Like, the thing I like about the console cycle, particularly of late has been that companies like Sony, companies like Microsoft have been, with each console cycle, reinventing, you know, mm. their sort of, um, their mascots, you know, like their their their, um, their library of games, you know, like this That's console true. cycle... Like, you would identify PS2 with like Sly and Jack and Daxter. Sly, Jack and Daxter, and Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank. I mean, also more a- Xbox, adult games. I guess, I guess just with, with um, Halo. Halo, my, my, Fable. Um, yeah. And like you did see these in the current generation, now Minecraft. Yeah, but you got yeah, you got a ton of like other things. Things like, change. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess the original Xbox would have been Winx the Clock Pussy. Winx Clock um, Pussy, of course, classic the, favorite. Yeah. Um, what's his name? The Conquerors Bad Fur Day, but he was also in '64. Anyway, yeah. Look, I like I like that we've got this um, you know turnover. Yeah. Of of, of I like that too, and yeah, I think I think a uh, new console is an opportunity for uh, new thinking and mm. new IPs and that kind of thing. We're looking at uh, Bungie's Bungie's new game Destiny mm. uh, is going to be a totally new outing for them exactly. uh, on the next gen consoles, and you know uh, we're hearing similar things. Oh, we don't know a lot about it, and we will all too soon. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, it's getting close to the end of the day, and we should move on to the next question. At the end of the day. I was singing one line from Les Miserables. Good. Let's sing the rest of it. Just the whole thing. The end of the day. Continue. Cool. Uh, so, Taylor Juan. 
Ah, Gargoyle Gargi Juan. At Grotesque Savior on Twitter. Big shout out. Mm. Two questions for us this week. I want there to be a parody account called Grotesque Savior, and it's just you saying really awful, lewd, crass things. I think that's called, uh, that's already taken, but it's under your name. TMSNDRS. He says, What is the most. Oh, shit. I didn't think about either of these. So, what is the most amusing, drunken. I want to preface this. Yep. Last week, we commented that he asked uh, serious video gaming questions. And this, this, this week, he, he showed a bit of displeasure He's, that he commented on the episode. Well, thread you know, we had saying, a little back and forth. I, it's a slow news day. I'll try to help you. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. But mm. uh, here he is taking a step outside. Uh, I appreciate it either way. Yeah. You know, it's, it's very nice to have people writing into us. Yeah. Taylor, big shout out. Yeah. We, lo- we love you, Gargi. He's not from around here. Yeah. That's why I love him. I never have to talk to him. <laughs> we love you, you Gargi. What is the most amusing drunken moment you guys can recall? Being a gargoyle, my liver is made of stone and brings me no joy to destroy. I'm going to pour another shot of tequila while you answer this question. Seriously, I... that doesn't appear to be getting any less full. <coughs> you know crazy. what it is? What? You heard of the magic pudding? <laughs> That's the magic bottle of tequila. Uh-huh. Yeah. Most um, drunk, amusing drunken moment I can recall. Well, I've already talked about I want to tell the amusing... story. I want to tell the story. Well, I wasn't there, actually, but I want you to tell the story of the time that you. Uh, oh, how do I approach this without giving away the ending? Uh, you defaced uh, a piece, piece of, of public, pu- 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 property. public property uh-huh. from the, the, from the depths of, of your internal okay, well, systems. Well, let's, let's think about. Think back maybe <laughs> a year and a half. Yeah. I was in your neck of the woods, Xavier, just up the road from him, Christ. drinking in a park like a teenager. In the very male... Oh, I'm giving things away, but... You could proceed. Yeah. Uh, in the very same male district as Xavier. But yes. I, was, I was in the same postcode as Xavier. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I was in the same postcode. We were, I, I finished drinking. I was walking up the street with a few companions. And suddenly I was struck by the um, uncontrollable desire to empty my bladder. Oh, good grief. It, it all just came at once. My nephrons emptied themselves uh, from my kidneys right into the bladder. I was full of piss and vinegar. And mm. so I found a milk crate. We Actually, no, we picked up a milk crate. It was full of carrots. And what we were doing <laughs> was we were, put, we were ch- taking a bite of carrot, chewing it up, and then just spitting it all over each other. We were that drunk. We were just numb and drunk. Mm. And so I felt like I needed to make a statement with my, with my urine. This was sort of like my... This is my Marcel Duchamp moment. Basically I was being you're, very Dardized. You're Banksy. Yeah, I'm Banksy, and my piss is my spray can. Mm. So I, um, I took the milk crate full of carrots, emptied them out onto the footpath, stacked the milk crate underneath um, an Australia Post mailbox, stepped up, undid my fly... To the streets? What? Yeah, stepped up to the streets, undid my fly, whipped out my wang, opened the mail slot, and uh, relieved myself. The mail what, sorry? The mail, the mail slot. Oh, slot. Yeah. No, proceed. Uh, and uh, proceeded to l- relieve myself over some poor chump's mail. You leaked. <laughs> you leaked your fluids. Yeah. It was um, not a moment I'm proud of. A but tragic in some time. Ways, yes, All over the... I, I should say the, the mail box, which I use, which mm. is the one that allows me to both give and receive packages to the outside world <laughs> yeah. or the inside world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good grief. Yeah. Uh, so to so me, that is not amusing getting, and more just horrifying. A lot of people got piss-soaked mail. Is, does that admission on this podcast count as, like... I'm probably going to jail, let's yeah. face it. Well, I mean, you were going to go for something, so... Yeah. Some point, somewhere. Do you um, foresee yourself in jail at any point in your life? I sure hope not. How many crimes do you commit actively? Because I think, like, I'll, I'll pirate now and then. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll uh, uh, puff upon the weed smoke. Yeah, I definitely consume illicit substances. You drank and drived. I, can we not talk about that? Oh God, I'm not proud of that. Oh no, and you I, didn't. I, I'd never do it again. Yeah, it was a really dumb thing to do. Nothing happened. I I didn't I didn't cause any accidents or 
you know, but the, the thing is, there was a great chance I could have, and mm. I'm never going to do it again. That was a really dumb thing to do. I gave I'm you very, a, a big verbal... Very yeah. much not proud of it, mm. yeah. But yeah. That's not funny, even. It's not funny. No. I, yeah. It's not, not a joke material. I just thought I should bring it up so that I would have power over you. They can't catch us all! <laughs> you're an evil man and you're yeah, trying to kill us all. Uh, even more of a danger to the rest of the world than usual. Mm. Tom, I... What's your funniest drunken moment? Here's yet? the thing. I have a bad memory at the best of times. This is well documented. We talk about this every week. Mm. Uh, when I am drunk, any hope of me remembering what I do goes out the window. So I feel like okay, I have no, I think something of an excuse. But I'd lo- yeah, I'd love I've you got to... A, I've got a drunk memory that I want you to recount. Okay. I also wasn't there for your drunk memory. Right. Can you please tell us about the time that you defiled um, Sage Wan's house with your uh, internal bodily fluids? Oh, Christ. <laughs> uh, were we at that point in a relation? You, this was your first time like going to a party that she was holding after you had not right. been... Yeah, after the breakup. Uh, I remember it being an uncomfortable social occasion. Understandably. Oh, yeah, look, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm saying that partially yeah. to exclude, to, I'm sorry, to excuse myself, but, mm. you know, I, I was, I was not on peak form. Yeah, and um, like any other normal human being, you turn to the drink. I did. I, mm. I, I made friends with the bottle. Uh, the, the bottle was my new lady, you know. Mm. Uh, you tongue kissed that bottle. I, I brought her as my, as my plus one, as my was guest. It, was it Captain Morbid? You know, I can't remember. I think... <laughs> Fancy that. Xavier it, can't remember what he was drinking. I think it was a, com- a great combination of many things. I'm sure Captain Morgan was invited. So it was more of like an alcohol gangbang. It was something of a mishmash. I wouldn't an necessarily use the term gangbang. An alcohol... No, never mind. No. No. Yeah. Uh, but it was a great tragedy on a national scale uh, happening inside of my uh, system. Wine 11. There wasn't any need for that. That was a national tragedy. I know. International tragedy, in fact. You're a bad man. You know, we have listeners, Tom. <sighs> I think Wine Eleven's funny. Not it's only not, did you not, not think of it, but it's joke. also just horrible. Oh, dear. Where but, were you on Wine Eleven? I was probably at home. I wasn't at that party. No, that's right. Uh, that's possibly why, as well. I didn't have a leg to... St- I mean, I didn't have didn't a... Have a bu- I didn't have buddy, my support beam. The buddy system wasn't there. No, exactly. You wasn't know, I was, I was, oh, uh, I was out swimming on my own. Yeah. With no... With uh, sharks. Scuba. The sharks for the alcohol. What does scuba stand for again? Super califragilistic Uber, underwater... Ruby soft. That's not. Continue. This is alcohol happening. Yeah. You're hearing it unfold. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could vomit all over everything here, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you wrote the story. Well, you kind of told everyone that I expelled all my... Yeah, but you were kind of told... Insides. Yeah, anyway. It wasn't poo, <laughs> I think. Um, anyway, uh, it, it became later in the evening. Uh, I had, you know... The uh, situa- situation has progressed, mm. uh, much like the situation that is progressing before your very ears, dear listener. Yep. Which, by the way, I wanted to thank you for letting us into your, your ear your canals, your, your drums, your... Let me bang, let me bang on your eardrums, Avi. Don't be like that, Tom, because I'll say yes. <laughs> I've had enough of this tequila to say, God, yes, baby. Uh, whew, Bosh. Getting all hot and bothered. Uh, yes. Uh, the situation progressed much as it is wont to do. Uh, and the, the, uh, the old, the old Zavatron 3000. <laughs> it started to malfunction just a couldn't little. Couldn't quite handle the heat. You know, Futurama, how they say robots run on alcohol? Mm-hmm. Not true. <laughs> well, uh, that's, that's correct. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a vision of one fictional future. Mm. Um, but the real present is quite different. Can't get robots to run on alcohol. No. Uh, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I, uh, I settled down to, uh, to lay my head. Uh, catch some shut eye, mm-hmm. uh, get some get some Z's, hit the hay. Uh, but on my way, 
uh, I found a, a great compulsion inside of me. <laughs> it was an uh, urge. It was a rising it, urge. It was a, I, you know what it felt? It felt like dissatisfaction. You know, really? it didn't feel like a physical problem. It felt like, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not doing so well. And then uh, uh, spewing from me. Uh, one might say literally. Mm. Uh, uh, a bile. A, a wave. A rage. A wave of bile and rage. and Literal and, bile. Mm, literal bile. A literal wave. Uh, coating... Uh, I somehow hit the uh, the the door, which was ajar. Mm. Uh, hit it right in the middle, which gave the sensation to the door <laughs> of being hit both uh, directly in the uh, the thin part of the door, uh, and then on either side either, because the the width of my maw. It was projectile. It was like a scatter gun of of chunks of carrot and corn. And Tommy, 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 <laughs> Tommy. We're being delicate here. No, we're not. I was. You puked. I did. You blew chunks. It's not a very interesting story without me embellishing on it. So you let me have You threw a pavement pizza off the pavement and into our house. That disgusts me forever. Ooh, I just saw a plastic blag floating in the blind. Oh, uh, Kevin Spacey. Do you ever feel like one of those? I often feel like watching American Beauty. All I right. fucking love that movie. Continue. Uh, Kevin Spacey and Kevin Bacon should do a movie together called Space Bacon. Space Bacon. Um, so yeah, I vomited all over the place and then just fell asleep and then no, no one could tell me what to do. Let's, let's, let's recount how many, you hit many surfaces in this room. You hit the floor, you hit the door, you hit the wall. See, I don't Sage recall Sage says you hit the ceiling as well. Mm. I think that's quite an achievement. All I know about this incident, to be fair, is from the point of view of the scorned ex-girlfriend who not only, uh, emotions running raw from mm. a, a previous, uh, uh, emotional fraught disaster sort of Hell time. Hath no fury like a woman scorned. That's except right. Except for a woman and... A woman on. scorned and then with vomit all over her parents' bedroom. Or whatever. <laughs> I think it was a spare room or something. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't know if this is the truth or a, or a slightly more biased... Mm. God, we have to move on, Tommy. But yeah, that's a funny story, I think. Maybe. I'm Maybe sure because of the tragedy. But here's also the thing. I, I bet you I've done like funny things when I'm drunk and just for some reason that's the one that everyone remembers. I want to have a yeah. real long, serious discussion with you at some point and I don't think we have time on this episode about... Uh, I've, I've heard recently that I have been discussed. We've talked about this. I have been discussed... Uh, in in an uncomfortable way. It was uncomfortable. In a way that I'm uncomfortable with and I'm sure other people would probably not be too comfortable with hearing about when I was absent. Was and that to me is very interesting. I'd love to have a good long discussion with you about it. A chat um, But we can't do it right now. Maybe next yeah. episode. We got another We got another question. That's right. Do. We do have another yeah. episode. I mean question. We will also Let's have another episode. Let's do another episode. Let's bring it up with Tristan. He's going to love it. <laughs> He's going to love that. Yeah. Uh, let's record the episode from two weeks from now, right now. <laughs> yeah. Get on um, phone. Tommy, if you were a sentient supercomputer, mm-hmm. not too hard to imagine. Yeah. In fact, we just talked about me being a robot. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, if you were a sentient supercomputer, what mm. part of humanity would drive you to purge all life from human planet Earth? If I was a sentient computer... I'm sorry, I read that like a fucking idiot. If you were a sentient supercomputer, what part of humanity would drive you to purge all life from planet Earth? Mm. So what are you... you Probably coming to the discovery that I'm smarter than them. If I was a sentient Mm. supercomputer, I'd be like, you know what? If humanity's ultimate goal Mm. is to, like, um, improve living conditions for all humans... Mm. What you got to do is just cut down on the number of humans. Sure. I'd save like two humans. Yeah. And, and then, then they'll be happy. They, I'd just give them anything they wanted. Yeah. 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 Uh, supercomputers 
I like I like uh, supercomputers can be really smart and also really dumb. That's something that I find really interesting yeah. about them. Like uh, intelligent beyond any human cognition could even imagine. Yeah. You know, uh, but still also completely lacking. The book you need to read. Hmm. Well, the no- the novella you need to read, the short story you need to read is I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream. I m- mentioned this book on the podcast a lot. It's by mm. Harlan Ellison. It's a book about a supercomputer uh, who basically does what I said, except instead of taking care of them, he become- he tires. He like He's like, well, now I only have five of you. I suddenly hate you mm. because I liked having lots of things to do. And now you've destroyed, you know, you destroyed this for me. Mm. You tricked me. Mm. And so he makes life awful for them. Anyway. That's interesting. Yeah. I really enjoy the image of an incredibly powerful and, like, you know, immeasurably clever piece of machinery um, succumbing to the same weaknesses as humanity. Mm. Uh, so, like, despite its incredible capacity to, like, calculate and its processing mm. power and that kind of thing, it still thinks, like, black people are just the worst. <laughs> so it's, that's why that's like, the one kind of people it would strike yeah. from the record. It's like, you know... Uh, this thing's got a handle on the meaning of life even you know it's calculating all the big questions yeah. it's it's looking out into space it's you know thinking about what the next big prime number is and that kind of thing but it's also like yeah but also black people are the worst well yeah I'd like it if you like looked at everything because like, let's face it a, a, a computer wait 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 because this could go really no 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 because no, no, no. well, let's face it black people no no no, no. I mean if you got a, con- a computer to look at the statistics they no, are no no not, not statistically but like unconstrained by compassion and human like emotion they would pr- probably be like a computer would say you know what like this like th- this kind of people like plumbers don't contribute this much to society <laughs> Kill them all. Yeah. A computer could very easily be Hitler. They were, yeah, a computer would, would look Everyone at, on the doll? I think dead. I Everyone see, on the doll. Kill them all. I see a computer looking at, like, the food chain, mm. looking at every species under the sun. Like, when we think about the food chain, we're like, we couldn't kill all cockroaches because they, you know, something has to eat them and that kind yeah. of thing. Like, there's, it's just, you know. I mean, despite the fact that it's not feasible, like, we wouldn't think of doing that because they play an important role. Yeah. But I bet a supercomputer would crunch the numbers and be like... No, I have looked at the possible outcomes mm. and I have determined that the redback spider is no longer necessary. <laughs> yeah. It is causing more grief than joy. Yeah. And it just wipes them all out with one concentrated laser blast. Mm. But the question was about uh, people. Yeah. Tom, I wanted to talk to you about love. I don't know if you have time for that either. What time is it? Well, it's, it's time to get a watch, Tom. Um, I have been, a watch. I know what time it is. We've I'm been going for an hour and 33 minutes. Well, I think it might be time to wrap it up. We can talk about love next week. Maybe it'll de- have developed by then. Mm. Ooh, dear listener. Love will have bloomed, come into its full season of fruit bearing. <laughs> maybe yes. maybe for you, Tom. Listeners! We're not all as... Uh, I've drunk too much and I'm going to get sad. Let's not talk about it right now. Listeners! Tristan's going to really enjoy hearing about it, the intricacies of our personal life. You know we love you, listeners, but you know what we don't love? Uh, not, not. junk mail? No. No, 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 uh, no, no, no. People who text on their phones during the movie? Uh, we don't love not hearing from you. You know how they say absence makes the heart grow fonder? It doesn't. More like absence makes the heart Jane Fonda. <laughs> Peter Fonda, actually. Um, I don't know who that oh, is. He's Jane Fonda's later. Never mind. Um, so what we want you to do is... Are you saying it makes the heart dead? What I want you to do, what I want you to do, listeners, please go get a glass of water, bring it to your computer. That's probably what I should do too. Sit down. I want you to log into your email account and type into the uh, like in the address bar, the like the two bar. Type in ssjoystick at gmail dot com. That's for the emails. In the subject bar, I want you to write 
Whatever you want. Whatever the email's about. Yeah, you can write. You saw me raising my finger to my lips, and then I didn't do it. And you're yeah. like, no, no, that's right. <laughs> I just want to learn how that's spelled, to be yeah, honest. that'd be really good. Mm. So type that in, and then write whatever the hell you want. Mm. Please, get in touch with us, listeners. We love hearing from ask you. Ask us about yeah. video games. Ask us about our lives. Ask us about our opinions. Yeah. Tell us things about you. Tell, Tell us, us what you want on the podcast. Send we'll, us we'll... naked photographs of your breasts. Mm, absolutely. So, you can also do that via Twitter. <laughs> you can find us at SSJoystick. Um, you can find uh, us on Facebook um, as well, just under Something Something Joystick. Mm-hmm. Go like our page, write something on our wall, um, graffiti us. Good. I like it. Wasn't that a thing? Like Graffiti. when Facebook came out, you could like do pictures on their wall or something? I, don't I forget. Know. I don't know. Um, uh, you can also find us on iTunes. That's probably the easiest way to get the podcast. Um, uh, you that can way rate- you can subscribe, make sure you exactly. get it every week. And rate us as well, which uh, we really like. Helps tell f- more people see yeah. it. Tell a friend about us. Um, and obviously our blog spot as well. You can go there for all the delicious goodness that you don't get. Find elsewhere. out who's playing these great songs. Yeah, exactly. Go find look at out- the music. What did we talk about? What did I we talk about? It just sounded like a big drunken mess. Xavier's show notes are always very funny. Oh, um, thank, you, thank you so much. In any case, now back to the meat and potatoes. Um, you can find Xavier on Twitter at XavierRN. You can also find him on uh, PSN and Xbox Live at XavierRN. Mostly find, PSN. You can find me at Twitter at TMSNDRSN. You can find me on uh, Xbox Live and PSN, uh, mostly PSN as well, under Colorfast. Um that's it, ladies and gents. Uh, we love you. Thank you so did, much for sticking around. Yeah. Did we want to feature a track th- this today? You know, the, we could. The, what do we want to feature? The um, Cherox Destructor oh, track. Oh, yeah. Because we, we like Pooch, Spaceman. Yeah. Spachaman. Yeah. So we'll we feature that track that's already been featured on Beyond. We actually know him, so fuck you, Miller. Fuck uh, you, Moriarty. Well, why don't we lead right into that right now? Yeah, cool. This track is called, I think, Cupcake. I really hope it's called Cupcake and not like Mr. Cupcake or something. I'm going to check. Yeah, it's called Cupcake. It's by our good friend Cherax Destructor. Patch Hutley, who's Xavier's in the band with. He's a good dude. Uh, you can find his EP, which is called Object in Space. It is for free. You can find it on his band camp. So search Cherax Destructor. I found out what that means. I thought it was Jibberoonie. What does it mean? It's the Latin name of the common Yabby. Oh, that's hmm. awesome. Yeah. It's really good. Like Destructor. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yes, if you enjoy this track, check out his EP. It's four tracks. It's free. You'll like it. If yeah. you like. And it's called Objects in Space. Bowies in. I'll see you next week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Say, say that yep. you'll see me next okay, week. I'll, I need a no, Tom. I'll see you next week.
Yes. We. It is. See. Yes. Mm-hmm. We are go. We are go. Thunderbirds is coming back. Is it? I just told you we were going to talk about something completely Did, didn't, different. Um, wasn't there? There was some sort of live action reboot, wasn't there? They did a film. <laughs> it was poor. I it was poorly imagined, received, it? I think. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I never saw it. I shouldn't say that. Oh, okay. I hoped you'd seen it because I was just going to trash it without no. having seen it. But it wasn't. It wasn't puppets. Yeah. Which is a problem for I think Thunderbirds. That's, that's an issue. Uh, but yeah, the I, the creator died. I think last year. Oh. Um, which uh, yeah, obviously it's a shame. But I think they've t- sort of taken that uh, as an excuse to revisit the franchise and um, I don't know too much about it I'm not sure if they're puppeting it this time I really hope so if only Jim Henson was still alive yeah how come I mean they're doing Muppet, great Muppet, Muppet stuff right now Muppet, well doesn't Thund- that defy both <laughs> Thunder Muppets I feel like the, the fact that we can have both existing is uh, is a good thing you know you yeah. wouldn't want to merge them would they be animatronics or would they be proper like marionettes like they were in the old days men in suits men in suits mm-hmm. just acting like puppets <laughs> yep just Disneyland employees <laughs> yeah they're experts. They got a lot of experience. Is that what they call the Disneyland ex- uh, employees? Like Man you know, suits. well, you know, like subway employees aren't subway employees. They're sandwich artists. Sandwich artists. Are there any other professions that have that? I say professions. Yeah, yeah it you could use be that quite liberally. Well, you know, um, what would they call the Disneyland people? I don't know because there's quite a few different jobs. You know what they don't call them? What mustache owners? You know, no, you're, not you're not allowed, allowed to, to have, have a mustache. mustache. Yeah, jinx. This is going to be a good podcast. It's going to be a wonderful podcast. Oh, you talked. Ow, my fucking thumb. That's all I could reach. <laughs> um, I, like to, um, I like to think when I'm listening to a podcast, because we do this podcast, I know our setup, but some of them are a little different. Yeah. When I find a new podcast or something like that, sometimes I imagine they're like opposite sides of some huge, great table, you yeah. know, both sitting in gigantic thrones and just, you know. That'd be good. Yeah, like that. Uh, like the Simpsons episode where yeah. Bart goes to Burns's house. Yeah, yeah. And Homer's having dinner. And, yeah, it's a good episode. Mm. But back to the Disneyland thing. Okay. <laughs> I was reading about. Corporate. God forbid we go off topic. <laughs> I was reading about um, like uh, sabotage in the Disneyland workplace. Great and this, song. This one um, mural artist there. Um, since since the nickname for Disneyland. While you talk, sorry, I don't mean yeah. to interrupt. While you talk in the background, I'm just going to sing the song sabotage. Okay, well, um, while, yeah, he, he was a mural artist at Disneyland, and the nickname for that place for, from employees was Mauschewitz, which I think is very funny. Mauschewitz? I like that, yeah. But the, it seemed like I wasn't listening, but yeah, I was. The, the end of the story is that this mural artist like decided to hit back against the big Disney corporation. He was painting a mural, mm. and his supervisor was like, who are all these guards? And he's like, oh, yeah, they're security guards. Like, he was like, why are they guns? And he's like, oh, they're security guards. They make people feel safe. When, in fact, he'd painted, like, SS troopers. <laughs> it's quite funny. Yikes. Yeah. Well, there's that whole connection between uh, Walt and... Can we, can we go out on the record, like, and as a... Because we are going to be owned by Disney one day. Yeah. It's I inevitable. Like, I don't like Disney. <clears throat> I don't like Walt Disney. I, I don't mind Disney as a company. They I never met make... the guy. Tell me about the time you met him. He, uh, it was at a uh, Hitler Youth rally. What, what were you doing there? Uh, uh, Investigative journalism? Yeah, undercover reporting. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Gonzo I, style? Yeah. I, I was on a lot of mescaline. Um, mm. he, it's a good kind of lettuce. Yeah. So many bits. Wow. <laughs> wow. Just stacking them high. <laughs> uh, it's like pancakes. No, that didn't work. Never mind. Anyway, uh, I met Walt Disney. This guy. Mm. Good filmmaker. Mm. Bad man. No good? Bad man. Well, what did you talk about? Mainly, um, mainly mice. Uh huh. What men. was his position on on mice and men? He liked the book, mm. 
didn't care for. It's great characters. Yeah. Well explored. I I really like that Steinbeck novel. I think it's the best Steinbeck um, work of fiction. I've read that one. I've read. Have you read Grups of Wrath? You know, I haven't. Mm. I should. Grups of Wrath? Slow to start. I've heard that. I've heard that about Mm. that novel. What a. So, but are you, are you agreeing with, are you then agreeing with Walt's position that Mice and Man, like, was he... Yeah, well, that's probably the one thing we did agree on. We talked about a lot of things. Mm. It doesn't care for, um... So what was the real sticking point, though? The real sticking was the point was that he, he, he hated, mm. he hates mm. people from other races and creeds. Oh, that whole thing. Don't, yeah, don't get me started. It's weird, it's weird that that would come up at the, at yeah. the Hitler Youth rally. Mm. He had this whole conspiracy theory... <laughs> About how the the you know the the uh, left wing Jewish media agenda was anyway. Let's not get into. It. Actually, oh, we should yeah. get into that because we went to see a movie on Friday. We'll talk about that later. <coughs> but I want to mention Hell a specific yeah. event. Yeah, we'll, we'll, t- we'll talk about that earlier. I want to mention a specific event that happened after that. We went out after that. So something we talked about earlier. You're going to talk about something that happened after that, but we haven't talked about it yet. Yeah. Earlier or later. Yeah. Gotcha. So we went out Crystal after that. Clear. We ended up sitting in Camperdown Park. Camperdown. Oh Memorial yes, I know Reserve. what you're talking about. Yeah. And I met a man who wasn't unlike Walt Disney, etc. Oh, I want to provide a little backdrop to this. Okay, go on. Give us the backdrop. We were in a pub. We were at one point. A, a publican was I feel like us. we're going to talk about what I think you're going to talk about. No, no, no. I don't need to talk. Well, actually, no. We are going to talk about yeah. that. So skip ahead. Anyway, so we ended up in the park. Jesus. <laughs> so many threads. Um, and this strange man, his name was Chris, um, also known as MC Sir Rated. Yeah, they're like serrated, but also two separate words, serrated. I thought that was funny. When he said that, I'm like, I'm fucking on board with you. Yeah, also the fact that he could have um, torn you into shreds with his bare hands. I wasn't going to come out and disagree with it. Yeah, nobody was. Mm. It was a a humorous atmosphere because everyone was clearly terrified of this guy. Uh, Well, it was a a sort of cross between terrified and also like, this guy's a pretty small fry. Like, he's a small fry scary guy. Yeah, it was terrified and also like amused because this is a small... (laughs) Small fry scary guy. Small fry scary guy. Laughing yeah. at our own jokes. He was a he was like oh, intimidating, but also like kind of pitysome, pitiful. Yeah, he w- he had a. Um, I mentioned this, and then I realized how obvious it was, and also how obvious it was that he was going for mm. it. He had a real Jesse Pinkman vibe. Yeah, that's true. Because he looked like him. All right, all right. Let's get to the racism and potatoes of this story. Anyway, yeah. um, at some point, the topic of race came up. And he went on this very long rant, not unlike Walt Disney. I don't think the topic of race came up. No, I think, I think he, he probably just injected it into the conversation. He pushed this, yeah. Not unlike he, how he posited that certain uh, members of certain races injected drugs. But mm. anyway, he was talking about how... I'm not sure if I should name specific races, because I don't actually hold these beliefs myself, and I don't really want to give him a platform no, to yeah, fucking, exactly. you know... We spout, don't need to spread his. his crap. But, like, it was a very Walt Disney situation. <clears throat> Yeah. In that he was also wearing a frilly pink dress and a tiara, mm. and he was asleep. And yeah, and he had and little he birds who yeah. dressed him. Exactly. You know, did the housework for him. She, he played Wipeout on the drums. The birds came and sang the guitar. <laughs> that's not Disney, though. That's it's just not beautiful. Disney at all. Yeah, that is beautiful. Mm. Um, but in any case, MC Serrated, you're in an official beef with, he may with be. podcast SSJ. Oh, don't start this. Yeah. He'll cry. Yeah, Anthony Mundine and this guy. <laughs> He'll cry our bones him. to make we his bread. Take, he will. <laughs> 
But yeah, that was, um, and it was very uncomfortable because all of us were sort of silent during this. Like we had a small group of people, mm. but there was this one guy who I'd just met this night and he was obviously the nervous laugher of the group. Yeah. And he kept giggling and like agreeing the whole time. He just like the, to make, to pacify yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. Um, he was serrated. trying to, you know, you know, trying to nullify the sort of awkwardness in the situation. Mm. But all he did was make me giggle a bit. Cause like, I was like, you're being such a kiss ass right now. <laughs> like, why do, why do you need it? Yeah. Anyway. Great story. It was a great story. Let's do the thing. Yeah, podcast. <laughs>